From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a website called How to Bet that recently conducted an IQ study on fans of six different sports. And the results suggest that fans of a particular sport mm-hmm. had the highest average IQ. Can you give me the sports? Yes. I'm going to leave one out because I don't know if you're going to mention it. But there's baseball, well, I'll, I'll hockey. I'll rank them. I'll rank them. Give them to me. I'll rank them. I'll tell you who the smartest fans are. Okay. Baseball. Baseball. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah. Football. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Okay. Racing, like motor racing. Uh, like NASCAR? Yep. Okay. And what, what else? Golf? And the other one is? Yeah. Poker. Golf. Nope. nope. Tennis. Nope. Mm. Hockey, baseball, football, basketball, racing. Not golf, not poker, not tennis. No. Uh, wrestling. Fighting. Correct. Fighting. Specifically, wrestling. Wrestling. Like WWE. But not MMA? No. They put WWE on this list? Correct. Not MMA. They did not. But you can't bet on WWE. Hey, man, I'm not the one that conducted the IQ study. They did. And so what? They they turned around and said who had the smartest fans? Baseball, hockey, football, basketball, racing, or WWE? Correct. Okay. You have a look on your face like you did not fare well. So I'm going to go ahead and put WWE last. Incorrect, sir. Okay, then I'm going to go ahead and put WWE first. You are correct, sir. Really? Come on. So the average IQ in the U.S. is 98. Stop it. Out of all of these sports, right? The IQ study gave WWE fans, based on the results, 112.6 as an IQ. How did they test for this? Various. Math, reading... Everything that you would test somebody on their IQ for. Like, to me, this seems like one of these studies where they determine somebody's IQ by smelling their breath. You know what I mean? Like, oh. there doesn't seem like there's a lot to it. Um, so here, the tests were des- uh, designed to measure four indicators of intelligence, uh, namely verbal intelligence, mathematical ability, logical reasoning, and visual reasoning. So WWE fans came in at number one. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. With an average IQ of 112.6. Okay. And then followed by hockey, yes. 112.3. Yes. Followed by basketball, then football, then baseball. Yeah. And then racing. NASCAR. Yeah, NASCAR. I mean, come on. We, all, <laughs> we knew the bottom was either going to be NASCAR <laughs> WWE, right? We knew. <laughs> We knew, but I think that I think that there's a validity to this because I I think that the people who are true WWE fans use a part of their brain 
that other fans don't have to use. And I think it's an incredibly important part of the brain that you tend to lose when you get into adulthood, which is you tend to lose the part of your brain that creates fantasy. You tend, you, you tend to lose the part of your brain that, um, what do you mean, what am I talking about? What are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I talking about? Like, explain I'm, what you're I, trying, I'm trying to, to say. I'm trying to compliment you. I'm oh, saying I thought that, you were calling wrestling that, fake. It's still well, real to me, damn it. Uh, oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> no, there's an element to, there's an element of play involved when uh -huh. you're a WWE fan. An element of fantasy, an element of uh, make-believe, an element, an element of, you look so pissed off right now. Are you calling wrestling fake? I'm not calling wrestling fake, but I'm saying that there's an element of fantasy to it that adults generally don't like we need wish to we were wrestlers. No, that ge adults generally don't need to apply when they're fans of other sports. Right. Okay? Like, a football fan doesn't need to get into that mindset, and having that mindset, I think, is very beneficial when it comes to something like IQ. Okay. Well, it's still real to me, Oh, damn my it. God. You missed the... The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, Roz, uh, Deepa is here. We asked her to come back. I know she's usually here every day to, to read the DMs, go through all the questions and comments that people have mm -hmm. for the show, right? Uh, but I brought Deepa in because I want to have this conversation. As you know, Deepa's engaged. And she's getting married in September. And you've been with your fiancé now for how long? Seven years. Seven Ooh. years, Seven right? years. But we've known each other since we were 12. Okay. Yeah. Known each other since they were 12, okay. been together for seven years, getting married, had never lived together before mm -hmm. until recently. Yes. They got their first place. So oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Uh, we got our first place in January. Oh, okay. so this is new, this new. This is yes. new, new. Oh, so wow. here's the thing. And here's what I want to know from Diva, because I heard you made a comment the other day, <laughs> but we didn't get a chance to get into it. Yeah. But you said that since living with your soon-to-be husband, mm -hmm. you are only now learning certain things about him that you didn't know no. and that are annoying the hell out of you. Oh, my gosh. It's been a real <laughs> steep learning curve over here. I'm just like, what did I get myself is this into? First, okay, so is, aside from your father, this is the first boy you've ever lived yes. with. Yes, um, and my brothers. Your brothers. Yes. Okay, but so you understand. You have, and we've talked about this before, you, you must have an incredible sort of tolerance for gross boy things, having lived in the house that you lived growing up. So what has been a surprise then? Is it other things? I'm very sensitive to, like, sound. So there's one thing that I hate about him now. First of all, let me preface this by saying I love him still. We're still <laughs> going to get married. It's all going to be great. Sure. I'll just work on what I don't like and what I like about him. So the first thing that he does is his chewing is disgusting. <laughs> He's one of those, like... But how do you... How do you not know that before We've moving in? We've eaten together multiple times before. I don't know if when he's in a home setting, it's like completely different. He he like chews with his mouth open, uh -huh. and it's like the sound and the visuals, like that sloshing. I'm like, I know what we made for dinner. I don't need to see it in your mouth. I don't need to hear it sloshing around in your mouth. And it just gets me every single time. So I'm like, how do we fix this? So he's I, a loud eater. He's a loud eater. And yeah. I told him about it. And now, like, when I give him the look, he knows. And he's like, sorry, Deepa. And then he'll just, like, chew <laughs> like, What, eat food like, like a chipmunk? Yeah. Or like feel, a squirrel? I feel so Poor guy. bad. But... Smaller bites, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> You're grossing me out. <laughs> so that's one 
thing. And you know what? This is the thing, though. Like, every couple, like, when you move in together, you start realizing or you, like, start picking up on, like, Mm -hmm. these tiny, tiny little things that the other person does or says or does completely different from you, right? Yes, exactly. The next thing is a very weird one. Sometimes I don't like the way he breathes. (laughs) <laughs> you are deep. I, hold on a second here. Okay. 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 Girl. Yes. You are not even married yet. You've no. only been living together for a few months and you are already at the I hate the way you breathe. Yes. <laughs> it was one of the first things that like. How does he, he breathe? No, it's like I, I don't like hearing like. Oxygen? You, no. Him al- okay, wait. I'm happy that you're You like, don't like hearing him alive. No. Sometimes, like, in the morning, like, it literally sounds like, I don't know what has been going on during the night, but he, like, inhales, he's like, (sighs) and then I'm just like, are you okay? Like, he just sounds like he's dying. Like, he just woke up and he's enjoying the fact that he woke up and maybe had a good sleep. It's so dramatic, and I literally have to ask him, like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, but can you, like, breathe a little less loudly because it's really irritating. Can you imagine? Right, you just start a new life. You got your fiance. You guys are wildly in love. You got a brand new place. You wake up in the morning just happy to be alive. Right, like, (sighs) (sighs) and the person and the person beside you looks at you and goes, "Do you you have to be so dramatic about it?" (laughs) Anyway, nothing but the best. Then, Deepa, (laughs) wish you well. Wait, there has to be more. I, you, is it like one more example yeah, of something? Yeah, there's one more thing. There's a few things I do that I know pisses him off too. Um, the next thing is, is like, I'll just be sitting there minding my own business mm-hmm. and he can be on the other side of the couch. And then he'd be like, what's up? And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, you said something. I'm like, I literally didn't say anything. He's like, oh, I heard you giggle. And I was like, wait, what? So if I giggle, like he has to know what the joke is about. And I'm just like, dude, you don't have to be, like, so into everything that I'm reading online. Uh, and he's like, but I want to be part of the joke, too. I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell you. And then I leave it at that. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Damn. I Damn. 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 Wait, on the flip side, real quick, what are some of the things that he said that he's, like, either learned oh, about yes. you since, since moving in yeah, together? Yeah, I, I think my stuff is, like, dangerous stuff. Like, it could injure somebody. So I leave the drawers open when I, like, open them. I don't close the drawers for some reason. Like, if I'm going to go grab makeup from the bathroom, I leave everything open and I walk out the washroom. What if you're in the kitchen and you open, like, to get, like, knives or something? Yeah, sometimes I leave it open. No. I do. I think, I don't know why. It's just, like, a, a common thing that I've done before. Um, and then also, I don't know. Why are you looking at me like that, Ross? I'm so shocked that you're even engaged. Why? <laughs> like, uh, okay, go ahead. This. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, the next one is, um, I don't know if this is like a brown people thing, but we have a dishwasher. We don't wash dishes. We just use it as like a drying rack. So I will leave huh? the knives pointing up while they're drying. So if he opens it and tries to put something else, he actually like... Cut himself look at him okay, laughing no, right I now. Do you leave look at her, okay, right look side up and like, sorry. Please just recognize the laugh that comes out. You burst you you are almost crying laughing so hard of the idea that your fiance stabs himself no, by doing dishes. I like I'm trying to fix my mistake. 
mistakes. Just like how he's trying to fix his breathing pattern. Wow. Wow. Yeah. My problems are I put knives in the wrong way in the dishwasher and it can cause injury. His problems. Ugh, the breathing. <laughs> anyway, all the best. Yeah. Diva. Congratulations. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Martin Scorsese is a uh, TikTok star. What? <laughs> Martin Scorsese, the film director, is a TikTok star. Yeah. Well, his so his daughter was uh, Francesca Scorsese was on TikTok, and she got her dad. So Francesca twenty one, mm-hmm. Martin seventy eight. Huh? Yeah. No. So yeah, so Francesca is twenty one. Martin's seventy eight. Okay, and they did one of those TikTok videos where they put up a bunch of things, and then you have to sort of guess what they are. Okay, um, but like the stuff that she put up there for him to guess were all like girl products. Okay, okay. So the first thing, and it's done. You know, like it's kind of looks like green screen where your heads are just floating around on the. Yeah. Okay. So the first one was an eyelash curler. So this is Martin Scorsese's best guess as to what an eyelash curler is. That is a, for your eyes, you know, the mascara. Oh. <laughs> Not bad, right? And then At least the, he knew it was for your eyes. Okay. And then the next was a, um, I wonder if you would even know what this is. Hold on. Let me just give me one. Give me, can you give me one second here? Sure. Okay. Hold on here. Do you have to Google it? Well, yeah. I want to get the picture for you. Oh. Do you have any idea what that is? Looks naughty. What is that? What do you think that is? Looks like a teardrop, like a pink teardrop. Yeah, but what do you think you do with it? Is it like a massager? For what? Like your arms or something? Or? Your private areas? No, it's a sponge that you blend makeup with. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) So that was number two. It's a beauty blender. That is a... Well, it's some sort of uh, cosmetic thing that you use. Oh, yeah. So so 78-year-old Martin Scorsese knows what that is. Mocha (laughs) thinks it's some sort of massager that you use on your arms and other places. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hold on. This is fun. Hold. Give me one. Give me one second. What? Okay. What are you Googling now? I'm going to show you what what number three three was. Okay, Okay. So, Mocha. Yeah. What is... What is this? What is that? What do you think that is? is that- take take a look at it. What do you think that is? Like it's made out of uh, like felt or paper or it it oh yeah. that is for um uh, what do you call it to put like hair dye and then you squeeze like a bot like a uh, uh, hair dye bottle a hair dye bottle yeah you squeeze the so you can get precision right um, hair dye like on your roots and stuff okay so That's you think it's for the hair yeah it's actually a menstrual cup oh okay, okay. so this is what Martin Scorsese guessed that's a flagon not for the eye cup an eye cup <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so you think you think a menstrual you see menstrual cup and you think it's something you squirt on your hair yeah. martin scorsese thinks it's something you put on your eyes yeah okay, okay. and the i don't know those google images like I mean, okay the, the pictures, uh... okay hold on here let me go uh okay so mocha mm-hmm. what are what are these 
What are those? Um, they look like naked. Oh, uh, you have a pop up. Sign up to the website if you want to buy that thing. Yeah, I will. Don't you worry about it. Yeah, what are those, Mocha? What do you? What do you? What would what you guess? Those? What would you guess that these are? Oh, uh, what do you think that is? They look like nicotine patches, but I know that they're so not. So you say nicotine patch? No, no, no. Oh, no? It, it'll be um, I don't know, like something for your face. Like maybe you put like a, a cream or like uh, some sort of a lotion, then you put it on your face to right. For it to like absorb into your skin. Okay, these are nipple pasties. Oh, okay. Okay, so so you said you said they're for your eyes. Yeah, your face. Your face. Yeah. Martin Scorsese said they are. Okay. Say, do it, shit, like earbuds. Earbuds. Oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, did you see this story about that Chihuahua, the demon Chihuahua named Prancer that they were trying to get adopted? No. So it it was a little while ago, and I'll read you a little bit of the brutally honest adoption post that his owner at the time, who Prancer came into her life, mm-hmm. posted. She wrote this. Uh, okay, I've tried and tried for the last several months to post this dog for adoption and make him sound palatable. The problem is he's just not. There's not a very big market for a neurotic, man-hating, animal-hating, children-hating dog that looks like a gremlin. But I have to believe there's someone out there for Prancer because I am tired and so is my family. Every day we live live in the grips of the demonic chihuahua hellscape that he has created in our home. If you own a chihuahua, you probably know what I'm talking about. He's literally the chihuahua meme that describes them as being 50% hate and 50% tremble. Oh no! (laughs) She goes on to say, Prancer Prancer came into my home obese, wearing a cashmere sweater with a bacon, egg, and cheese stuffed in his crate with him. I should have known in that moment this dog would be a problem. He was owned by an elderly woman who treated him like a human and never socialized him. Sprinkle in a little generic predisposition for being nervous and you've concocted a neurotic mess. She goes on to say I was excited to see him come out of his shell and become a real dog. I am convinced at this point that he is not a real dog, but more like a vessel for a traumatized Victorian child that now haunts our home. Oh no, poor dog. Goes on to say prancer only likes women nothing else he hates men more than women do which says a lot if you have a husband don't bother applying unless you hate him prancer (laughs) (laughs) prancer has lived with a man for six months and still has not accepted him he bonds to women and takes his job of protection seriously he offers better protection than a capital security guard this also extends to other animals as well have other dogs cats don't apply unless you like unless you like them being shaken by a rag shaken like a rag doll by a 13 pound rage machine. This may be confusing to people as he currently lives with other with seven other dogs and 12 cats. We also mentioned no kids for Prancer. I think at this point you can imagine why. He's never been in the presence of a child, but I can already imagine the demonic noises and shaking fury that would erupt from his body if he was. Prancer wants to be your 
only child. Oh no! <laughs> so Prancer was adopted. Hey, Prancer did amazing. find Prancer did find his forever home, uh-huh. and uh, this, according to NPR, they wrote this: "Great news, Prancer, the 13-pound German Chihuahua who hates men, women, or who hates who hates men and children, and was described as a quote vessel for a traumatized Victorian child, has been adopted by a 36-year-old single lesbian." <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Prancer. You living it up now. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Happy birthday, Lori. It's Roz and Mocha. Are you kidding me right now? Lori lives in Kingston, Ontario, and texted and oh, said, my God. Texted yesterday and said, I turn 44 tomorrow. I would love a birthday shout out from the smoothest, coolest dude around, Roz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lori loves you, by the way, Roz. Well, Lori, happy birthday. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me right now? No. I, like, stalk Roz on, like, ET Canada online and always, like, give me a shout-out, and he ignores me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to call him. You can't ignore a 44-year-old now. Like, you can't no. do that. Well, I ignore a lot oh of my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited right now. I'm just on my way to work. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, all those things that you've uh, asked me or stalked me and wanted to know and all that other all that other stuff, okay? Uh, now that you're here, what do you want to say? Um, so I didn't even think you would call because my ringer was off. <laughs> okay, that's not our fault. <laughs> I know. That's a you problem, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so now I, I don't I don't even know what to say. I just think you guys are the most amazing guys ever. Roz is just like I know you have Catherine, but it's just a big crush. <laughs> oh, okay. You're you're just he just gives the best advice ever. He's so common sense, so smart. I don't know if he took like psychology in school at some point, but mm. best advice ever, bud. No, dropped out of community college. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lori, so you sound like you've got like a pretty big crush on Roz. How much would you say, how much of your day do you spend thinking about oh. or even stalking Roz on social? Oh, my God. Um, I check every day on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And my actually my coworker and I always talk about you. We, she's right in love with you, too. And she's married and she has kids. You know, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we we try to tell the other girls we try to tell the other girls to listen to you guys and we're like oh my god that Ross oh he's just so smooth he's such a smoke <laughs> cool dude yeah <laughs> and, and and the other girls want nothing to do with it oh uh, yeah they don't care yeah no, <laughs> yes, sorry <laughs> yeah no no uh, no problem sorry no. <laughs> But that just means more for you, Lori. I was just going to say more for me. Oh, my God. You you have no... I'm, like, in shock right now. That's no. crazy. You guys are the best. Are, are you married? No, You're I'm not, not married. Okay. I have okay. no kids. Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. Just working and... Yeah. Available, huh? Yeah. Are you and Catherine going to be fighting or... <laughs> <laughs> you have any fights you, you, Do we have any... <laughs> Did you guys have anything that, that currently you slightly disagree on that maybe you might massively disagree on? <laughs> I'll let oh you know. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll yeah, let, let you me know. know. I will let you You've know. Got my number. Let me know. Like, you have no idea. This is like, it's been such a bad year for everybody. Yeah. This is amazing. I, I 
thank you so, so, so much for calling. No, you're, oh my God. no, you're great. And we, it's, you're the best. And it's really honestly, as fun as this conversation is, it's you guys and to you specifically are the reason we do this show every day. And I know we say that a lot to a lot of, to a lot of big fans, but you are, and that's no, and that's no joke. And we would be crushed if we missed your birthday, if we missed that text. I love you so much. Happy birthday, Lori. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a great day. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you too. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, question. Yes. Did Sean Mendez go to space or something? No, no, no. Sean Mendez was talking to, uh, it was for Earth Day. And yes. so they allowed Sean Mendez to link up from Earth with the astronauts oh. on the International Space Station. I he got shot up. No, 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 no. No, it's actually adorable I, because he asked a bunch of questions and yeah. then he had um, kids who were uh, also allowed to ask questions. And when I say kids, I don't mean like 12-year-olds. I mean like five-year-olds. Oh. So listen to the beginning because it's like, I don't care who you are, how cool you think you are. When you're about to link up with the International Space Station, you have yeah. to follow protocol, like perfectly. John Mendez, this is Mission Control Houston. Please call station for a voice check. Oh, damn. Station, this is Sean Mendez. How do you hear me? Sean, we have you loud and clear. <laughs> Welcome to the International Space oh, Station. Oh, wow. It right? is such an honor to speak with you guys. I you feel the rules. so yeah. giddy How and excited right me? now. Um, I just want to say I'm so happy uh, and excited to be doing this to help educate young people about our planet right now. This is really, really spectacular. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why does it say, how do you hear me and not can you well, hear no, me? Well, no, because they have to say, we hear you loud and clear. Oh. Right? As in, how yes. do you hear yes. me? Yes, yes. Not yes. like with our ears, stupid. No, no. <laughs> with these, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So, uh, so then they they brought on like a bunch of kids with them, and yeah. they got to ask questions. And Aww. oh my god, my heart. So the next question is from Winnie. Hi, my name's Winnie. I'm from Baradella. My question is. Can you see a volcano erupting from space? Good My question. island is being affected by a volcano right now. Good question. Oh, thank you for that great question, and it's great to hear your voice up here. So we actually can see volcanoes. As Mark mentioned earlier, we rotate around the Earth once every 90 minutes, so it depends on where we are in our orbit. But we are able to see them, and we're also able to see the effects that they can have. Just last week, we were trying to get photos of the plume and the ash in the atmosphere because we're so high up that we can see it from this unique vantage point. Oh, that's a great right? question. Right? Oh, the next one's even better. The really? next kid question's even better. The next absolutely adorable question is from Yael. Hi, I'm Yael, and I'm five. I keep looking for unicorns on Earth, but have you seen them in space? Oh, my God. Have we seen any unicorns in space? <laughs> well, so far, the answer is no. We have not seen any unicorns up here, but we're going to keep looking. And, you know, one place that we might actually have our best chance of seeing uh, a unicorn is, Mars. have you ever just laid out in your backyard and watched the clouds go by and you can see shapes up there? Well, I tell you what, we see a lot of clouds up here, and I think we're all going to take an extra special look and see if we can't see a unicorn in the clouds. Aw, that's right. super cute. <laughs> That's real nice. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you see this Twisted Bacon story that everyone's freaking out over? What is it? On TikTok. Like a new way to cook bacon. A new way to cook bacon? Well, yeah. actually, actually, that there are many different ways you can cook bacon. People have written articles on what is the best way to cook bacon. 
Yeah. So somebody came up with a way to cook bacon, put it up on TikTok, and then everyone's like, hold on, let me try this. So other people on TikTok were trying this technique. Okay. And then claiming that it is the absolute best way to cook bacon. Okay. So listen to this. Twisted bacon is the new food trend on TikTok. Do a cooling rack on a baking sheet, then twist up your bacon like this. And this goes to your oven, 375 degrees, 30, 35 minutes. It was the crispiest and chewiest bacon I've ever had. So people saw that video and were like, hold on, no. And everyone's like doing it now. So what do you, when they say twist it, what do you mean twist it? So you take the bacon, right? Yeah, yeah. Long bacon. Yeah. And then you just start twisting it. So it's like oh, a... Oh, it looks like a little rope. Yeah, so it looks like, like a, a meat rope. rope. Right. Gotcha. And then you then you place it on a baking rack, as this guy said. Some people have just put it like right. on just regular foil on like a baking sheet, toss right. it in the oven for that 30, 35 minutes. Let me tell you why I don't cook bacon in the oven. Why? Because nobody has 35 minutes to wait for bacon. You have 35 minutes no, you to wait don't. for bacon. Yeah. No, no, you don't. Yeah, you nobody, do. nobody, Absolutely. nobody is 35 minutes to wait for if bacon. If you have 45 minutes to sit on the toilet with your phone, you yeah. have 30, 35 minutes to cook bacon. No, 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 but it. everything is different. You're thinking that all things are come from the same pool of time. They don't. There's toilet time and then there's bacon time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy trying to justify. Okay. okay. Right? So in your mind, yeah. how long is, or... How short do you have to wait for, for bacon? Like 10 minutes max. The, the cooking time. 10 minutes. 10 minutes max in a frying pan. Hmm. Yeah. I, and I sometimes cold fry bacon, meaning I don't, like, I don't heat up the pan first. Cold, cold pan, bacon oh, goes really? in. Yeah. Cold pan, bacon goes in. Then you turn it on. I don't know. We made bacon yesterday. In the oven? In the oven. No. That's how we only made bacon. Like, really? Yep. Why? Why not? Who cares? What do you mean? Who cares? It's such a pain in the ass, and then it's a pain in the ass to clean, and you got to clean the whole thing. You're yeah, using we're, we're used to it. You're using a tray. You're mm-hmm. using a rack, mm-hmm. probably tin foil. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thanks. And it comes out great. 30, 35 no. minutes. I'm actually, I, I haven't done the the the, the twisted bacon no. yet, but we had bacon yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Pork rope. Um, no, I like, don't say it like that. What pork rope? Yeah. Why? That's what twisted bacon is, right? No, but it just sounds weird. <laughs> well, then just don't say twisted bacon. No, like don't, they already no, gave it a name. I know. Don't but, come up with another name well, for a name that they've already given it. I'm annoying like that. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Natalie, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, guys. Um, so... Oh, man. This story. I could relate, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I moved back with my parents, and I'm not sure that it was the greatest idea. Yeah, you moved back in with your folks. You wrote this. Uh, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. I love them, but I'm having a hard time as they run their business from there. And uh, I ended up just spending a lot of time in my room. I really want my independence, but rent seems super expensive anywhere else. You go on to say, my friend and her boyfriend asked if I wanted to move in with them, but I don't think that's such a good idea. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> After how long were you living on your own the first time you moved out before moving back home? Uh, only two years. Oh, okay. For a program. Yeah, but still, moving on for those two years, you get used to a certain routine. You get used to living your life a certain way with nobody else around, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened to me. I had to move back home twice. The first time when I moved away to Calgary and then I moved back home, 
was living with my folks, right. and I hated it. Yeah. Love my family dearly, but I hated it. And then the second time was when um, you and I first started working here, and the condo that I had bought, the delays, there was like three That's delays. Right. That's so I had right. to move in with my folks for like six months. So I understand where you're coming from, Natalie, because you have your way of doing things, but then, you know, for your parents... They have their way of doing things, and it's also mm-hmm. their house. Okay, so let's break this down, though, because the option of you living on your own is not on the table. So you did provide option one, option two. Option mm-hmm. one is staying at home and dealing with your folks. Option mm-hmm. two is moving in with a friend and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend against moving in with your friend and the boyfriend. <laughs> so I thought, yeah. <laughs> It would be a little, not weird, but I think you're going to get into a situation where, again, you're going to be moving into somebody else's place where they already have their routine set. They already have things done uh, on the daily a certain way. And when you integrate yourself and try to live your own life, you may see that it doesn't match up with kind of the group. Exactly. You will never be comfortable in that house. Mm -hmm. You you will, at least if you're at home and your parents get in a fight, they don't care. They're going to fight in front of you, okay? But you're going to go in and move in with your friend and a boyfriend. They're going to have a disagreement one day that will have nothing to do with you, but couples argue. They, they fight. And they're going to wind up sneaking off, and you're going you're gonna to spend so much time of, uh, uh, of your life in that place listening to whispers. Mm-hmm. And the only reason the whispers are happening is because you're there. And you will never be comfortable in that place. Guaranteed. It makes sense. It's frustrating not being able to do it alone, eh? It's almost like, is there a single lady rent credit anywhere? Yeah. Do you have, a, do you have like, a friend that you can go halves on a, on a place with? Or any, uh, any other friends that are single, maybe? Yeah, not. So far, most of my friends are in relationships, and a lot of them have moved out uh, with their partners. Yeah. But, I mean, new profession, maybe I'll meet some more single people who are looking to rent, so... There's still hope, I guess. And are you and, are you saving your your money right now for? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the potential of moving out. Okay. How much? How yeah. much can you? Just out of curiosity, how much can you afford? Like, what's too expensive for you? I mean, I think like you know, fifteen hundred is reasonable. Um, anything I see is always like eighteen hundred and above, yeah. which is just like crazy. So yeah, it's expensive. It's, uh, out there. it's crazy how, how it's expensive, expensive it's, one person. It is. Kind of like, Society is built for two people. <laughs> I would just, I would keep on just saving your cash and looking for the perfect and looking for the right place, not looking for an escape. Because I think right Correct. now when what you're looking for is a way out as opposed mm-hmm. to looking for the best option. Um, just chill out. They're your folks. Okay. If they're not pissed off that you're there, you're going to be Okay. Uh, save a little bit of money and look for the best option as as opposed to the best escape because I think that's what you're trying to work on now is an escape plan, and I don't think that's going to work out for you. Right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, no problem. I don't know about you, but the benefits I did have when I was living back with my folks, as much as it wasn't the ideal situation. That all right? your wrestling dolls were still in the basement? First of all, they're action figures. <laughs> Second of all, they're in a box in the closet. Okay. okay yeah. But yes, technically they were still in the basement. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Is that regardless? Like my mom still cooked. Yeah. Right. So I had free meals right there. They didn't charge me rent. Right. Um. And believe it or not, my mom still did my laundry from time to time. Yeah. 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 It's so, not a bad deal. 
that was pretty good. Uh, but again, you know, you're, you're under their roof. They allowing you to stay there and they have a certain way that they live their lives. So you can't necessarily, I don't want to say complain. It's unfortunate and you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. All, All right. right. Just save that money, girl. Right, well, thanks, guys. And before I go, I just want to say thank you guys so much. You know, you guys are a light during this really tough pandemic. And just keep doing what you're doing. Thanks so much, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Remember all those companies that would advertise prank gifts to send to people? Just for the sake of being a prank and not for anything else. Like, remember there was, like, you could send a friend, like, a potato just randomly? Or you could send somebody an yes. envelope full of glitter? Right. Which was mean. Very mean. Because glitter, you can't get that stuff out. Exactly. Uh, so there's a new one. It's called, the website is smellmythongs.com. Excuse me. The description reads this. Have a client ruined your day? Is your ex giving you stick all the time? Stick? Or just, yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh. Or just looking for the ultimate prank to play on your colleagues? Smell My Thongs allows you to send a customized, customized message inside of a bright pink bubble envelope with lace hanging out the back. So send a fake thong to your unsuspecting friends or enemies. So there's nothing inside the envelope. Right? But you okay. see the envelope yeah. and just hanging out the edge. It's just a little bit of lace. Right. So it looks like there's underwear in there. Oh. But there's nothing inside except for like a little note that reads, haha, this is the prank. Here, you know, somebody sent it to you for so, these reasons. So what? Like it shows up at the house and then the, the wife sees the envelope of the or thong whoever. and then gets mad at the husband yeah. and so on and so forth. So like, guess yeah. who got one delivered? Who did? Damn it, Matthew. No, he didn't. Yes. <laughs> That's the wrong person to send <laughs> a smell my thong to. So, damn it, Maury. Yeah. Thankfully, recorded damn it, Matthew's reaction to getting this in the mail. Oh God, Matthew. This stuff was here. Can I help you? What are you doing? You're bothering me. That's what's happening. That's well, what a I'm package doing. came in for you. I don't open packages now with COVID, uh, just willingly. <laughs> like I have to. Like it's a process. Smell my thongs. I'm not smelling nobody's. Thongs, not even my own. Aren't you a little bit curious? Ew. This is gross. No, I'm legit annoyed with you. Like, genuine used thongs from genuine women. This is disgusting. Ew. But it came to you. Who the f sent this? <laughs> You're telling me there's going to be human odors here. Female odors. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not opening this. I'm not. In fact, I want to disinfect my hands right now. No, I don't want nothing. Okay, open it and see. Why don't we open it? I'm not. I'm not. Why don't we open it now? I'm not. Why don't we? open it? I thought it was just a pair of free thongs. What? You'd open that? Well, I to look at it. <laughs> but I'm not touching used thongs. I don't want no <laughs> disease or anything. Like what about that. just touch the little bit that's hanging out the edge? Okay, we're done. Take this back. <laughs> I throw this in the garbage. You open this. I'll murder you myself. I don't want those near me, Maury. I'm rubbing it on Stop you. It. I'm rubbing it on you. Oh. Maury, you're oh. being annoying. Stupid <laughs> that you put me through. Do you know, that came in the mail and you're not embarrassed to accept that at concierge like that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. No, because you're a dummy. That's why. So I, I married a dummy. Would you like me to put this in the pile with the other mail? No, I want you to put it in the pile of I'm putting it in the laundry. You do, and I'll break your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matthew, relax. It is a joke. Look, uh, do you have a client that's ruining your day? Do you want to get back to an ex? Um, so they, it's a joke. 
What? I don't find it funny. Where's the okay, joke look, part? Open it. No, I'm not touching that. Do not bring that near me. Look, there's only like there's not even a real thong in there, and you got all angry for nothing. Sorry to disappoint you. No dirty thongs in here. But whoever delivered this to you now thinks you're weird. <laughs> this is. Are you serious? What a dumb joke. That this is dumb, and I'm not laughing. What is the point of this except for the concierge to think that you're ordering smellmythongs.com? Like, that's great. Like, I'm the one that has to show face down there to the concierge, and now they're going to think we f- like smell smelly thongs. We, we, we like to order... I can't with you. I can't, Maury. I, this is... <laughs> Here we go. I'm washing my hands. I love you. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know if I do right now. Oh. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? I'm um, fantastic. How are you doing? Good. Nine degrees right now. Getting up to a high of 15 today. Mainly cloudy. Some rounds of showers or thunderstorms at times. Yes. But whatever. I'm okay with that. Whatever. It's humid in here today. I know. Do you I feel like it's hot in here? Yeah, very much. I thought it was just because I'm wearing a hoodie, but like normally for the first like hour or so that we're in here, I'm freezing. Don't really? you don't need to turn it down. I'm acclimatized now. Oh really? Yeah, you can't. Uh... Oh no, the temp. What is it at? It's cranked up, right? No, it's cranked down. Down? Yeah. Nah, it's not true. No, I swear. I'm humid. I'm humid. It's humid. Really? Yeah. No, it's, it's down. cranked down. Really? Uh-huh. Huh? Do you not feel humid in here? I do. That's why I'm shocked. What is it, Maury? What? Say what? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's, that's not a hot thing. It's, it's, I'm not going through perimenopause. Or actually, at my age, probably straight up menopause. You know, <laughs> I, bet, I bet you regret setting up that microphone in there for I'm, more. I'm, in that lit, I'm lit. My forehead is sweating. This might be still from the COVID shot because I'm sweating way more than I have ever sweated in my entire life after oh, that serious? bloody COVID shot. No. Yeah. I don't need a desk fan, Maury. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of that. I don't like that he can talk from that room now. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, no, I, but I'm hot, though. Are you not hot? No, it's it's a little warmer in here. But it's a different than... kind of warm. It's like a humid warm. Yeah. All like right. it's a not, it's a, it's moist. You don't think it's moist in here? Not moist. It's moist. No, not moist. Bruh, it's moist. What you say, Maury? Nah, turn his microphone. I don't like that. I don't like that. Turn it off. I don't like that new thing you're doing with turning Maury's microphone on in another room. I actually like having don't him in like that room. It. I like, yeah, I like him in that room. Don't like that he can just no, do that. I, I no, enjoy, no, I no, like no, 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 no. What do you think, Maury? No. You like having that microphone in there? No, no, this is not happening. No, yeah, it's like it. it's not happening. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not happening. It's not. It's, I need to if, listen. If I, I barely can control Maury when he's in this room. Yeah. Right. Barely. Uh-huh. Barely. Now listen to him marching in while his microphone is still oh. on in the other room. Hold on, Maury. Let me do you a solid. Turn on this microphone now. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. Look at that option. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do this on a day when I'm like, you look hotter, closer. <laughs> now I guess. Maury yeah. is the only person in this room. Who can give oh it to God. you from, from both sides? Rose looks like he's gonna pass out. <laughs> I'm not gonna pass out. <laughs> this is just not the way I wanted to start my day. Uh, well. Like I didn't want to sweat, right? And yeah. then I didn't want to have to like defend Maury on two fronts. <laughs> the, the pile of right? papers next to you. Fan yourself. Stop it! Stop it! Why would I'm not doing that? Oh my God, it feels good. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Hello, Raza Mocha. Who's this? Hey, it's John. I have a question for Mocha. Okay. If so, we know Roz has a street named after him. But if you found out that Maury had a street named after him as well, would you be jealous? <laughs> would I? No, I'd be happy for the guy. Come on. He's <laughs> not uh, buying it at all. Why? Okay. Why? Why wouldn't I be? Uh, why wouldn't I be happy? It's a great achievement. Oh, okay. Um, just wondering if you'd be able to check your Instagram DMs quickly. Oh, I sent you guys something just just a couple of minutes ago. Where did you send it? Where did you send it? Uh, Mocha Frap. Oh, okay, I okay, took okay. like a group to Mocha Frap oh, and Roz. Okay. Uh, okay. So there is a street named Maury Crescent. Where is this? Oh my God! Get out of here! This isn't real, is it? <laughs> this is real, buddy. So this, right by my house. Okay, so there's Maury Crescent <laughs> that crosses with Sherman Sherman Crescent. Yeah. <laughs> Where Get is that? Here. Where is that? Where do you live? In Pickering. In Pickering, just outside yeah, of Toronto. Yeah. Yo, shout yeah. out to the 905. Hold on, yeah. Maury Crescent crosses you know with Sherman Maury? Crescent. How did you not know this, Maury? <laughs> what the hell? But Maury is spelled M-A-U-R-Y know, as opposed to M-A-U-R-I-E. No, that's the only part that sucks. What? So what, do, that. so what happens now? I, I, I think you... Well, obviously, Maury, you have to go and turn it into some sort of autonomous state. <laughs> and just like, and just camp out in the, camp out in the middle of it. See, look, see, look, yeah. here, look. So there's Maury Crescent yeah. and this sign is Sherman Crescent. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Look at you. Congratulations. I have to live there. Yeah. You, well, no, you have to take care of the place now. You're responsible. That's more than what Roz has. I have an intersection. Well, Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, congrats, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. What was the street sign I sent you the uh, uh, the other day, Maury, where I said that you should buy a house on that road? Oh, oh. right. Cream Top Lane. <laughs> 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 Thanks, John. Uh, no worries. Later, dude. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, you still, do you watch Dr. Phil at all? You ever catch Dr. Phil? No. No? <laughs> Only when things go viral. Um, so Dr. Phil, one of the most famous guests on Dr. Phil was, of course, Cash Me Outside. How about that? How about that? How long ago was that even? I don't even know. Like years ago, right? Like five, six years? Yeah, I Gotta guess. Be. Right? Um, so the new sort of Cash Me Outside girl, um, she w- became famous on, I think, Instagram for doing a... She was doing a live stream, and they set it all up in this clip, but she was doing a live stream, and she made fun of a girl on the live stream who had cancer, and then she went viral, and then the girl, this girl's dad, they started a giant war. And it was just this whole schlamaz of, a, of an ugly mess, mm-hmm. uh, and she was just so out there annoying that you knew that she was either going to lean in on being this annoying and this awful or she was going to disappear forever. And so she's decided to full-on lean in, and of course now she's on Dr. Phil. So here's the setup pack of why she went viral originally when she was talking online to this girl that had cancer. I'm famous for being beautiful, gorgeous, amazing, and talented. She's just trying to seek insta-fame, you know, through social media, trying to go viral. Talent! One day, I was just doing my thing being famous, and I decided to just troll. How pathetic can you be? 
You're fat, you're ugly, you look deformed. I was oh live the entire time. I saw this girl with the ugliest hairline. It hair is a wig. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. Leukemia? <gasps> do you have cancer? Oh my god, do you have cancer? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, messed up hairline, wig, and oh, wig, cancer. You know, I just connected the dots. She wasn't actually wearing a wig. You are such a loser. You're wearing a wig because you're bald. Oh my god. Oh. I oh, thought yeah. everything I said was... Oh, my God. Okay, okay, so then she goes on Dr. Phil, and she's on Dr. Phil with her dad, right? Yeah. And, again, remember Cash Me Outside and how just, like, unruly she was oh. at the time? So listen to this girl talk about fame. You got a lot of attention for a video that you didn't want to go out, but it went out, right? No, that's not true. What happened? <laughs> oh my God. So what happened was I was just, just being famous and one of my viewers reposted the clip. What do you mean you were just being famous? How do you be famous? Just, I guess just being like gorgeous, beautiful, amazing, talented, and just a celebrity, what? you know? So you're gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful amazing, and amazing. talented. Talented and a celebrity? Yeah. And you know what? Like, I can't just not be gorgeous, so I just don't really care, you know? And how do you define famous? Me. <laughs> I knew I was born famous. A superstar. Oh, so, my okay, God. Okay, so, this girl can't be for real. She's for real? I, this is my thing, is now I think that Dr. Phil's getting trolled. So the, the name of this episode of Dr. Phil was My Narcissistic Drama Queen Teen is Dead to Me. Jeez. Okay, so here's here's more of Maya. Can't fit that in a tweet. Here's more of Maya and Dr. Phil. I'm trying to figure this out so I yeah. know. You're famous in who's other than yours, whose eyes are you famous in? The globe. The globe. Yeah. On YouTube, you have less than ten thousand subscribers. Oh no. Oh, that's uh, yeah, like that's you know, it's a glitch. It's a glitch. <laughs> oh. No? No, it's not a glitch. It's the number of followers or no, subscribers you have. No, Dr. Phil, it's 100% a glitch. It's, you know, um, it's supposed to be a capital B at the end, not a K at whatever. I think I'm at 7 billion. Do you know what the world population is? Billion. Um, I, like, I don't keep up with, you know, the pores really. Yeah. I just don't. <laughs> This is not real. Thank you. No, right? like, I don't believe this. This is a hundred percent a character, and it's completely. vile. Like she's vile. I don't know why anybody would decide that their brand or what they're going to ride into their future is going to be this. Yeah, sort no, of this ain't real. Vile. But I don't there's believe it. No way this is mm -mm. real. There's I don't believe no it. chance this is Especially real. Especially with that last clip. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I don't believe her at all. No. So is Doctor Phil getting trolled, or is Doctor Phil trolling us? That's the question. Both. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. You think Dr. Phil knows that he's getting trolled and in turn I think he's using within, it because Will played on yes, the show. Yes, I think he realized throughout the interview he was getting trolled. Right. And at that point decided to keep going with it. And now right. he's trolling all of us. Right. You may be right with that. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, my God. All right. Time to move on. This is the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz and Mocha.
Jazz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Melissa! It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. So, what's up? What's going on? My fiancé cheated on me while we were working on us. How do I move on? Your fiancé cheated on you while you were working on us. How do you move on? Yeah, you wrote us, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Um, he said it wasn't cheating because we technically weren't together, but we were working on us. And when I caught him cheating, he just packed up all his stuff, wrote me a letter, and basically dumped me. How do I move forward? I need advice. Mm. So was this, when you say working on us, what does that mean? Like, was this, like, the was this a break? I said I was done because we weren't really communicating. Like, I didn't know what to do. And then I came to him right after, like, can we work on this? And he agreed to it. Okay, but what was what was the situation like while you guys were working on this? Like, were you together? Were you living yeah, in the same we're, house? Yeah, we were living in the same house. We were going on dates. We were, like, talking way more. We were spending more time together, watching movies together. Oh, so you were still, like, together then? So it wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a break then? Yeah. So okay. when, when you guys are working on your relationship... At what point did he cheat? Was it early on or was it midway? Was it ongoing? It was like halfway through the one that I found out about. There might have been more. Right. <laughs> so when you say you caught him cheating, was it like physically cheating or was he in the DMs with somebody? It was physically cheating. I didn't like catch the act, but okay. I found a message and then I messaged the girl and she told me all about it. You messaged the girl? Oh, damn. Yeah. Why, why are you doing that? I wanted to know. No good's going to come from that. It's not her fault. Yeah. No, it's not. So she did she, bad. oh, did she know? She didn't know that he was already with you. No. She thought he was like, single. He, was, he said he was living with his ex until the lease was up on their yeah, place. Guys lie. Guys yeah. lie. Yeah, yeah. She didn't, she didn't know. So Melissa, what no. did he write? You said he wrote you a letter. Was it an apology letter? No. Or like, take me back? Blaming me for it. Oh, damn. what did he what did he say? Why was it your fault? Um, that I broke him, broke his heart before quarantine and that. How did you break his was, heart? Did you cheat on him? No, I just said that, like, I, I don't know how to do this if we can't communicate. So it was the same problem before, but right. I stuck with it. So you so you're you, you got dumped, right? Yeah. OK. And you want to know how to get past the feeling of being hurt and being dumped, right? Yeah. So part of the big hurdle that you normally run into after a relationship ends is you start obsessing about closure, right? And you try and piece it all together because when things end in a messy way, um, especially when you guys made the decision to and the commitment to sort of work on each other, if you guys weren't going to make it at the end of it, it was you start to think maybe, you know, I can handle that because it'll be mutual. We gave it our best shot, everything else. And now you're hurt because you felt like you were giving it your best shot, but he wasn't. And then when it came time for him to actually do the work and be straight up with you, he just bailed. And so you have zero closure in all of this, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get closure. Closure is not going to do for you what you think it's going to do for you. No. Because no. you're still going to have questions, right? You're, you're going to have all these questions that he's not going to answer or he can't answer. He's going to lie. Yeah. And no matter what he says, you're going to say, but what about whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then he'll say something. He'll answer that question, maybe with a lie. And then you'll say, well, what about whatever, whatever, whatever. You're always going to say, well, what about or how about or remember that time when? And it's just going to be yeah. an endless circle. You're never going to get that 
the the answer that you think that you're looking for. What do I do now, though? So what you in a, in a perfect world, and it hurts, right? But being being sort of blunt, direct, but still somewhat compassionate is the roadmap to a successful breakup. And what you need him to say to you, because it's what you suspect anyway. But you need to imagine there's nothing else in that letter other than him saying, I don't love you. Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's what you suspect and you just haven't heard it. And that's, what's killing you because you work so hard on this and you mm-hmm. never, you never heard him say he did all the things to show you that he didn't love you, but he never, he never said the words, I don't love you. So that's, so you need to assume that, right? You need to assume that. And any sort of road you go down to try and get closure, it's only going to hurt more. It's not going to do the thing that you think it's going to do at all. It's going to be the exact opposite. Um, but sometimes these moments uh, after a breakup are a fantastic gift. You know, you have the ability to sort of reflect and figure out who you are and figure out, you know, not where the relationship went wrong, but figure out your role in all of this. Not that you you bear any any blame, but figure out how you were dealing with it emotionally. And were you irrational with yourself? And I know that he was lying to you and he was lying to, girl, to the girlfriend, but were you also maybe a little bit lying to yourself? Like, did you maybe see something in front of your eyes that you were just hanging on to for some reason? Maybe you felt like, well, I've just invested so much of my time in this and so I can't let it go when you really know you should have. That's so right. Yeah, you deserve happiness. You don't need that guy in your life. You should be happy that it's over and now you can finally move on. It's true. I will be. It's not I'm easy. It's not easy. Take this moment as a gift as the as the gift for, uh, for what it is, which is you get to at the age you are now, do some real good work on yourself. Not that you need it, but you you it'll help you. Trust me. Yeah. It'll help. You'll be good. You'll survive this. You're right. Thank right. you. Melissa 2.0. Hot girl summer. Get ready for it. Yeah. I'll also, I'll yeah. also, also, you could just find an, uh, like a hotter guy and just start posting pictures. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Hot girl summer. Melissa yeah. 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Thank you. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Super foggy this morning, but whatever. What else is new? Open your eyes. <laughs> Ah. All right, buddy. Is the fog still the scare? What do you? If we're talking scary, right? Yeah. If you're alone at home, mm. power goes out is one of them. Oh, absolutely. Crazy, crazy thunder and lightning storm is another one. Mm-hmm. While the power is out? No, no, no. Just separately. Yeah, but that combo though. And then. Thick fog, so much so that if you open the door, you can't even see down the end of your driveway. Fog. What's the most scary? Fog. Fog. Mm. Really, huh? Yeah. Because if I can't see my surroundings... That's when you start to go. That's when your mind starts to think and go crazy. Like, what's on the other side of that fog? Right. What's in that fog? Right. What's going to come through that fog? Right. And the dampness. So, but is is that the scariest? The fog? You're 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 more scared of fog than you are mm. if you're alone and the power goes out. Actually, no. When the power goes out, because then everything's quiet, and even the slightest movement, the slightest tiniest little noise, even if you make that noise, right. sounds way louder than what it actually is. Right. Because you're in your own head. 
What about if you're alone at home? Power's on. You can still do all your things. Okay. But every now and then you get that like incredible crack of thunder and lightning where it makes your heart skip. Hmm. Not as scary. Than looking at the window and just seeing dense fog. I, where you in can't that see scenario, anything. In that scenario, I choose yeah. fog over crackling thunder. Right. Now, Maura, you live in a condo. So fog can't really, fog isn't scary to you, right? No, but when I'm driving in, if there's fog, I'm very scared. I lock my doors. Right. Because of the fog or? Because of the fog. What's you in don't the fog? Know, because you don't know what's in the fog. So as you're driving on the road, even though you're moving, right. lock your doors. But like, do you think that there are people who want to hurt you that like, you know, they just go about living their life and then they wake up and they're like, oh my God, what is it? Foggy Jesus. Oh my God, I got to get all my stuff together. Like, where's my axe? Yeah. Like you think that they, they, they like, they, they're, they're, the so, or, they're, they're so organized that like they it, understand. It's, a, it's attacking time. Yeah. Like they just scramble. Do you know what else is scary? What's that? You know, in a condo or a house or what have you, when there's thunder and you're alone in the what power. What do you know room, from a house? Well, I, I've stayed in one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I never, in the condo, if there if the power goes out or if I'm alone yes. and there's thunder, I never close the, and I run to the bedroom to hide. Yes. I never close. What do you mean you run to the bedroom to like hide? Like I go under the covers, right? What, what do you mean? For what? Like if it's at night. If it's at night. Okay. Yeah. But I never close the bedroom door so because sitting, that makes if it you're scarier. Sitting there, if you're sitting there watching television. Yes. And the power goes out. Yes. You run to the bedroom and get under thousand the covers. percent. Okay. But why though? What do you think is For some happen? reason, the duvet will save me. No, but your your door is still locked, though. Absolutely. And you're on the what floor? I'm on the third floor. Okay. That's still high enough that it's very difficult for somebody to get in. That's why I get in trouble when I leave the be- the balcony door unlocked. Because Matthew thinks somebody's going to climb up the wall. Yeah. <laughs> in the well, fog. Why do you leave the balcony unlocked? No, if it's a mistake. Like, I close it after the dog was out and I don't lock it. Right. Matthew, like... People can come in. Right. So you think it's scarier to be in your room with the door closed than it is with the door open. You leave the bedroom door open. Interesting. Because you don't know what's out there. Interesting. Well, okay. If you're like alone and a little bit scared. Yeah. Scarier in the in your bedroom, scarier door open or scarier door closed? Scarier door open. Open? Oh, yeah. interesting. No, if it's closed, then your mind starts wondering what's behind the door. No, but it's open because yeah. then you're anticipating something right. or someone running in but right. if the door is you open see... you can see them running no you can't not <laughs> always <laughs> you should start hanging um like a scrunchie with a couple forks on the end of it around your doorknob more and then that oh, way if somebody idea. if somebody starts jiggling it you'll hear it when you're sleeping pro tip That's a great idea right Life also action. also maury would never eat with another fork ever yeah. again after that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast so i don't know where justin timberlake is but Wherever he is, he's having a terrible day today. Why? So remember Framing Britney Spears, the documentary? Yeah. When that came out and how awful Justin Timberlake came off in it, right? Yeah. And so much so that he had to apologize for his role and everything that Britney went through. Mm-hmm. Like he had to actually make a statement about it. And that was rough because people just, they, they went back and they re-remembered everything. They re-remembered, you know, when he put that target on Britney's back after the Crimea River video and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And now once Blamed her for everything. Stand up. So now we're finding out that Left Right TV, this is the production company that put together Framing Britney Spears. They're working on their follow-up 
and the follow-up documentary that they're working on is the Janet Jackson Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. No, they are not. <laughs> Yo, this is like a personal attack on JT, right? huh? Back to back. Oh, right? no. <laughs> especially, especially what happened was recently somebody involved in the production in wardrobing at that event at the 2004 Super Bowl with uh -huh. the wardrobe malfunction. They have now come out to say that this was Justin's idea, but not only was it Justin's idea, he wanted to do it because he wanted to do something bigger than Britney Spears did on the MTV Awards with the Madonna kiss. Oh, he's so, trying to upstage so this, that moment? So this was supposed to upstage oh, Britney. JT. And what they said was the people involved took issue with the term wardrobe malfunction. And they said this, quote, I wouldn't call it a wardrobe malfunction in a million years. It was the most functioning wardrobe in history. As a stylist, it did what it was intended to do, meaning this was supposed to happen. And then, of course, MTV never produced another Super Bowl halftime show ever again, and blah, 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 Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. But Justin he Timberlake on the whole thing. Justin Timberlake came off so badly in the in the Framing Britney Spears documentary that he had oh, to apologize for no. it. Now they're going to do one on the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction Super Bowl performance. This is not a good day for Justin Timberlake. So, like, tell him to stay off Twitter. And right. Stuff? This is not. <laughs> this is not a good day. Yeah. Submit your phone to somebody. This, if if he got killed on Twitter because of that, because of Britney. Yeah. Right. With the Crimea River video, imagine how he's going to come out at the end of this one. Yeah, because he didn't say a single thing. Right. For years. For years. And yeah. let Janet go through that whole thing all right. by herself. Right. Imagine this now. Oh, JT. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, hold on a second here. There was a real crazy birthday today that really threw me for a loop. Okay. So not a lot of birthdays today. There's like four like famous people whose birthdays four they celebrity are today. Birthdays, yeah, okay. one I don't think you'll know. Do you know how Daniel Day-Lewis is? No. Who's that? Daniel Day-Lewis. He was in a um, movie called There Will Be Blood. He was in uh, Gangs in New York. Okay. Did you ever never, see Scorsese's Gangs in New York? Never watched that one. You never saw Gangs in New York? No. With Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh -uh. And uh, really? Never. How did you sleep on that one? I don't know. It's awesome. They fight with like knives and stuff like that. Oh. You'd love it. It's brutal. Yeah, I never I think he that. plays a guy named Bob the Butcher. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or Bill the Butcher. One of the two. It's either Bob the Builder and Bill the Butcher or Bill the... Bob the Builder? Yeah, one of the that's two. A, no, 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 he's the, no, no, no. It's, it's either... He, no, I know. He's oh. the Butcher. I just don't know if it's Bob or Bill. Oh, gotcha. Yes, Bob but the I get, I get, the yes, I get, okay. them, I get them confused. So anyway, Daniel Day-Lewis is 64. Okay. Uh, Uma Thurman, Maury, how old is Uma Thurman? Oh, very good in Pulp Fiction. Uh, She's a tough one for me. 55. M Mocha. No way. Uma Thurman still got to be in her 40s. Yeah. What do you say? I'm going to say she's 47. 51. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer is 55. Maury. 59. 63. No. Yes. Catwoman is 63? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. What's the deal with my birthday? Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. That's my Seinfeld. Is... <laughs> 56? Maury. 60. 67. Jerry Seinfeld is almost 70 Thank years you. old. Thank Stop you. Stop it. Thank you. Get out of here. Yes. No. 67. 
What? Yeah. How Yo, old he would he have been? Amazing, for right? His age. When he was so, what was he in his twenties during Seinfeld? Twenties? How old? What do you think Seinfeld came around? Like ninety-two to ninety-eight. Right. So do the math on that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, you. I said do the math on that. Okay. The math on that would be no, no, no. Do the math. Okay, so he's it's, going to be sixty-nine. It's two thousand and no, he's sixty-seven now. Sixty. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I never said he's going to be thirty-nine. Okay. Sixty-seven. Okay, so Seinfeld is thirty-nine, and it's twenty some twenty twenty-one. What's that? So it's twenty twenty-one. So twenty years it's, off. Did 60, you say it's twenty twenty something? Yeah. Okay. You no, might need 60, to 50, 40, get a handle on so, that. So uh, in two thousand, he was forty-seven. Okay. We're not asking that though. That <laughs> wasn't the question. Working our way backwards, I just thought okay. you'd be like very good, yeah. like a, like a progressional very good. Yes, yes, okay? yes. Okay. So if two thousand, so forty six would right. be ninety nine. So forty between forty three and forty five. Boom. Between 43 and more. I just, no, it's like when like, Seinfeld started <laughs> to when Seinfeld ed, ended, 43 to 49. Okay. <laughs> when did Seinfeld start? 91. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yeah? I thought it was the 80s. Hold on here. Was it 89? I, That's what I, I thought. I don't, I thought 89 know. I don't know. It was like 89. You, you said it was, you said it was, you when said it very Jeff? convincingly. 89. 89. 89. Okay, 89. 89. Uh, 89 to what, Maury? To 90, uh, 97. No, 98. No. 89. <laughs> so he was how old? So okay. So let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. You said Jerry Seinfeld was between which age and which age while he was doing Seinfeld? Forty-three and forty-seven. Okay. So Maury says Jerry Seinfeld was forty-three and forty-seven while doing Seinfeld, which debuted in eighty-nine and wrapped in ninety-eight. <laughs> Do you want to change your answer at all? So at what point did he stop? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a feature on Netflix that they've been testing out for about a year now called Play Something. I checked my account today. I don't have it yet, but apparently most people should, unless they're like slowly rolling it out for everyone. Right. Um, According to the Netflix press release for Play Something, sometimes we just don't want to have to make a decision. And now when watching Netflix, we don't have to. The Play Something feature won't just play anything. It's all based on your profile's preferences and streaming history. Because how many times have we all sat in front of Netflix, whether solo or with somebody else, trying to figure out and wasting like 30 or so minutes scrolling, Mm -hmm. scrolling, scrolling, and then eventually just giving up? Right. So as Netflix notes, using the Play Something feature, it will present a bunch of interesting options that are in line with everything else that you've already either watched or are about to watch. Like it views your history. Isn't that just what's on your regular page anyway? Sort of. The same 25 things, row after row after row. I know, but what this does, you hit play something and it will automatically play something. It's not like you have a selection of things to watch. So when you hit the play something feature... It will automatically either play a brand new series or film, a series or film that you're already watching, so like next in line, or we'll continue watching from, pick up from something that maybe you haven't finished watching. Right. Uh, a series or film that is on your list. Like if you've taken things and added it to your list that right. you have not yet watched, it will just automatically just start playing one of those things. But wouldn't I just do that anyway? If that's what I wanted to watch, play something on my own list? 
Sure, but if you are one of those people where you don't know what you want to watch, maybe you're not sure that you want to watch something on your list. No. You just hit the play something. Yeah. And it will automatically, based on your history, right. based on what's on your list, based on what you've watched before, based on what you are currently watching, maybe you're watching nah. a series, and it will automatically select either maybe you you haven't finished watching an episode of a show, it will pick up from that episode, or if you finish watching, it will pick up from the next episode. This is like the Netflix version of Chat Roulette, where sure. where I'm just going to like just keep hitting, no, play something else, play something else, play something else, play something else. I'm going to spend as much time on hitting play something? on play something as I would just scrolling. Because I think... Well, because I don't have it on mine There's yet, so no I can't way. tell you. There's no way. You hit play something, yeah. it will play, and then you have to exit out of that. If though. I was watching a show, yeah. okay, and I'm on Netflix, if I'm watching a show mm. and I know I got like three episodes left, if I hit play something after I've decided to not watch that next episode of the show because I want something different and it plays that episode because it thinks that that's what I want, mm. it should know I obviously don't want to watch that next episode. Otherwise, I would have hit continue watching. Obviously, it should know that I don't want to play something on my list. Otherwise, I just want to went to my list, hey man, which makes life easy. I didn't write the code for this. I know. It's All right. Worry about other things. My Netflix, by the way, Catherine's going to leave me. I've, I've ruined television in our house You're so gonna much. You're going to have to sign up with a new account. Okay, so here's what we have. I have what everybody else has. I have Netflix. Yeah. I have Prime. Uh-huh. We have... Um, Disney? Disney. Yeah. And I got... Apple? A, I got an Apple. Yeah. And we got a, a now we're into the world of VPN, right? And uh, and Hulu. Okay, so mm -hmm. I have all these things. But when you when you touch the VPN, as we talked about, uh, it turns my computer into an American system. Well, how do you USA, do that? USA, mm -hmm. right? So you click a button, and then all of a sudden you have to go now on my system. You have to go to it's like a multiverse. Okay, it it takes you to world two, right? So if the if the um, if VPN is now on and Catherine goes to continue watching something on Netflix, it doesn't take you to our normal Netflix. It takes now you to you're US in, Netflix? Now you're in World 2 Netflix, oh, which is the U.S. Netflix, and what she was watching is no longer there for her, and she's got to try and figure out. And then so I fell asleep on the couch last night, and she went through. She was looking to finish watching 15 minutes of a movie that she didn't watch the other night. Yeah. 15 minutes. Took her an hour to find it. No. Yeah, because she's girl. in the multiverse. She has to go through everything all with the VPN on and then everything all with the VPN off. VPN, by the way, I have no idea what it is. No, I, mean, I don't I've even, know how, to, I don't even know how to work it. You don't even know how it got awesome. on your computer. I have no idea how it got um, on my computer. <laughs> but yes, I am now, I am now, it's, it's, I, there's world one and world two yeah. on my You're going to have to get system, your own apartment. You know that, right? System. I'm going to. No, very but strictly soon. for watching TVs, shows, and movies. I know, I know, I know. And then what I'm going to have to do is find a way, and I don't know how to do this either, but just start downloading all the things that Catherine likes to watch and just load them all up for her you so she can do that why and then maybe what i'll do is i'm just going to create No, this like you can just that technology doesn't exist no does it, it? it does it does it does and then what i my plan here's my big plan okay is i'm going to just take all the things that Catherine likes to watch i'm going to put everything on one drive mm -hmm. and i'm just literally going to call the drive i thought of this i'm literally just going to call the drive play something <laughs> so she can just <laughs> click it isn't that a great idea hey the Roz and mocha show podcast oh i got a story for you Go. A woman in Massachusetts hired a treasure hunter by the name of Keith Wiley. He's got a very popular YouTube channel called Rediscover Lost. She hired this guy to look for money that was rumored to be hidden inside of her, her home. Her home? Yeah. 
he found it. So let's backtrack, okay? Okay. Uh, an old rumor said that relatives had hidden a large amount of cash somewhere in the house. Her aunt and uncle had previously lived there. This house was built back in the 50s. Right. And according to rumor, her mm. aunt and uncle left money behind. They don't know how much. They don't know where in the house. They don't even know if it's true because this was just rumors that was told throughout family members, right? So this woman had spent years looking in various parts of the house for this treasure and couldn't find anything anywhere. Right. She even said that another uncle and cousin had been looking in a specific part of the house. They were able to figure that it might be in the attic. Okay. We're looking in various parts of the house. How big is this house that you can't just do it yourself? I guess they didn't want to pull up all you the floorboards in. So they're coming the, in with like x-rays and yeah. stuff like this. Because it costs money. The like you got to pay to rip and, all that stuff up. And then you yeah, got to pay to to redo it if right. you don't find anything. But yeah, they, yeah, they were yeah. able to figure out, okay, it might be the only place we hadn't really, really looked yeah. is the attic. Yeah, and according to this rumor, it's in the attic. Mm -hmm. Her uncle and cousin had made all these chalk markings on the floorboards in the attic. Okay. Which this lady then thought were clues. She went and asked this old ass uncle who said he couldn't even remember making these markings on the okay. floor. So she's getting ready to sell the house, which is why she's frantically trying to find this alleged treasure. Okay. And according to other family members, what they could piece together is that the only clue that they could give this treasure hunter was that you could see the box of money through the floorboards in the attic when the light from outside is shining through a window and hits, like, at a perfect angle at a specific time of day. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark? Exactly. Shut up. Right? No way. So this guy, this treasure hunter, yeah. he just did what all treasure hunters do. He used a metal detector and and uh, one of those endoscopic cameras. Yeah. He just sticks in the floorboard. Because he pulled up a couple of the floorboards. Yeah. I was looking around, and he used, like, an app on his phone to, to view right. where the camera was going. Yeah. In less than an hour, this guy found the metal box. Inside the metal box, yeah. $46,000 in cash. Oh, it's not bad. That's now, not bad? I don't know how much he charged yeah. for that less than an hour of war. I wouldn't call that treasure, though. You're right? thinking, like... That's not treasure. Gold coins. Yeah. Like Artifacts. I don't I don't know what it's like to have an old rich relative. I never had any of those. My grandfather had something on his bar that I wanted, which he was a little doll of a monk. And when you push down his head, his wiener popped out of his robe. Oh my I god! Always, I always thought that was great. I, I wanted that. Either it was like an uncle of mine had the <laughs> yeah. same thing, or my dad had yeah. it. Yeah. I remember the exact yeah. same thing. That's the only thing oh, I ever it wanted. It was like a brown robe. Yeah, right? brown robe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the I, monk was bald. Yeah, and I was and I was like and I was like four, and I just used to sit on the bar and push his head down and make his wiener fly out. Uh, but I never had a rich like I never had a rich anything, right? Yeah. But to call this fortune, like to 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 call forty six thousand, and I'm not saying forty six thousand. It's a lot of money, but it I is. was thinking gold, right? right? But forty six grand is forty six grand. I'll you know I got no problem with that. But I can't really. I don't have. I've never had a rich anything. 
right? Like, there's nobody in my the history of my family. But like, we, nobody tells a story of like that one rich guy in my family. Nobody tells a story about the little figurine <laughs> of the monk. He presses his head and the wiener pops out. Yeah, like that, where, did, where did that? That end was up? the most prized possession. That was like that was that was like that was our greatest treasure growing up. Okay? It was the thing we fought for when the man died. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Here we go. 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 Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. According to the co founders of Omni Hoverboards, they tell TMZ that they are very close to bringing a new hoverboard, hoverboard model to market. Okay. That means the public, they, according to them, will soon be able to buy a limited supply that will be made available by late summer 2021. Now, these are hoverboards that are basically drones. Okay. So no. you stand on the board. Yeah. And it has like drone propellers around it. Yeah. And you have a controller in your hand. Yeah. And you can sort of go up and down. A lot of different companies have made these. And the reason that the clips on YouTube are so short is because most of them allow you to be in the air for around three minutes. Okay. Okay. But Omni is saying that they're developing a board that will allow you to be in the air for 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm down. How much? They say? Yeah. The 10 propeller model is expected to... 10 propellers? Yeah. 10 propellers, right? right, Is expected to go for $36,000. Okay. The eight propeller model, 27 grand. Mm, Yeah. Not interested anymore. (laughs) I didn't think you would be. (laughs) I'm good with just walking. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. I could justify, like, there's some things I could justify to, Uh to Catherine, right? cool things right I, <laughs> totally you know what i mean like i mean like i like you get an you get an allowance of cool things that you are allowed to just buy with no resistance sure right cool things that you're interested in keep you happy you're yeah. happy outside on your thing you come in the house you're happy right it's regular good. drone vr goggles oh, yeah right all, all that, that stuff. stuff sure all that stuff $37,000 on a hoverboard that only goes in the air for three minutes? I know. <laughs> and 10 propellers. You know yeah. how big that hoverboard bro, is? Bro. No. Bro. You, I, you, I couldn't. Yeah. At yeah, all. Yeah. I'd be sleeping here. You'd be sleeping. Yeah. I was just going to say. <laughs> what, and, and, and you'd be sleeping here only after she kicked you out of the garage. <laughs> Like it would go the garage, the backyard, yeah. then in here. Yeah, then in here. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting, interested. Yeah, you'd get kicked out of three places if you spent <laughs> if you spent that kind of money on a hoverboard. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh Dak Shepard, um, Talking about, I really like his podcast. With the, and I, the the clips that I see, he's got a real good thing going, and uh, he's he's fun and smart. But um, he's been very open about his dependency on uh, alcohol and pills and everything else. And one of the things that came up recently was how he explained his relapse to his kids. And they knew, they knew, like when they relapsed, we explained, well, daddy was on these pills for his surgery, and then daddy was a bad boy, and he started getting his own pills. And yeah, we tell them the whole thing. And uh, when it comes to uh, recovery and taking meetings, uh, his daughter had this reaction. One of the cuter moments was, I want to say my oldest daughter was three. Back when my daughters really wanted to be with me 24 hours a day. And she said, where are you going? And I said, 
I'm going to AA. He said, why do you, why do you have to go? I go, cause I'm an alcoholic. And if I don't go there, then I'll drink and then I'll be a terrible dad. And she said, can I go? And I said, well, no, you got to be an alcoholic. And she goes, I'm going to be an alcoholic. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I said, you know, you might become one. It's oh. the odds are not in your favor, but, uh, but you're not there yet. <laughs> What a sad but hilarious story uh, at the same time. Yeah, they're great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, Apple TV Plus tomorrow. Um, Oprah is sitting down with Elliot Page. Oh, yeah? For the oh. first, uh, I don't know if I've seen him do like a big interview. I know he's done clips and stuff like this, but this is like a, a big sort of Oprah interview. Here's a little bit of what went down. For me, I think it is in this time we're in right now, and especially with this, uh, you know, horrible backlash we're seeing towards trans people, particularly trans youth, it, it really felt imperative to do so. And the experience oh. I had closeted so long, you know, I mean, I, I came out as, as gay right before my 27th birthday, and up until then I had pretty much never even touched someone outside who I was in love with, you know? And so I think any kind of sensation of feeling that again, there was just no way I, I could do it. And it felt important and selfish for myself and my own well-being and my mental health. And also with this platform I have, the privilege oh. that I have, and knowing the pain and the difficulties and the struggles I faced in my life, let alone what so many other people are facing, it absolutely felt just it, crucial and important for me to, to share that. Elliot also said that um, he knew he was uh, a boy from very, very early on, uh, which you could only imagine affects you throughout your entire life. This is when he knew he was finally comfortable. What part of your transition has actually brought you the most joy? Goodness, what has brought me the most joy? the most joy it's the little it's you know getting out of the shower and the towels around your waist and you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're just like there i am and i'm not having the moment where i'm panicked i'm not having all these little moments that used to be just being in a t-shirt it's it's being able to touch my chest and um, feel comfortable in my body for the probably the first time. Tears of joy. That will drop tomorrow on Apple TV Plus. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kyle Lowry was doing uh, a live stream with a nine-year-old kid and with him was uh he was, was sitting down with uh pascal was with him and og was with him as well okay and they were answering questions from this nine-year-old kid and then this nine-year-old kid just asked a simple question but it's one of those things where sometimes a kid asks a simple question and it turns out that words hurt oh no you have been in toronto for nine years more than my whole life what was the best day to Wow. Spent in, Tor in Toronto. Oh, wow. You just made me feel really old, <laughs> Like, really old. Like, I know I'm old, and these two already, they make fun of me already. 
So this right here is just giving more ammo to make fun of me. So, oh my God. Ah, jeez. Y'all hear that? I'm older than this kid. I've been in the city of this kid. That's crazy. Hey, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, thanks for making me feel old. I, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm going to cry when I get off this call. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's still he's 35 years old. 35 years old. Right? That's yeah. not old. Yeah. Be yeah. proud, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, but kids have a way of doing that. Oh, you know man. I mean? You've been in Toronto for longer than I've been alive. <laughs> oh, shush. There's a better way to say that, man. Okay? There's a kinder, yeah. gentler way to say that. How does it feel <laughs> to be playing for the Raptors for as long as you have? Yes, thank right? you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, did the um, Jeopardy champion throw up a white power hand symbol on the show? I don't know if you saw huh? this, but uh, there's a guy named Kelly Donahue who, as it is right now, there was 450 former Jeopardy contestants who have all signed a petition asking the show to acknowledge it, uh, saying that Kelly Donahue threw up a white power sign. Now, the white power sign is this. Have you seen people do this before? The OK, we're, symbol? We're, the okay symbol. Yes, this has now become white power. So No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. And I am get, not allowed to I, do no, this no more. Well, you can, I can, uh, but the, so so the way that it's designed is that Couldn't this they come up with something else? is that this yeah. is supposed to be the P, right, yeah. and then this is the W. So people are, have used this, I guess, right. And oh, okay, right. okay. Uh, so anyway, so he was on, and when they when they announced him, he mm. he sort of did this. He made that okay hand sign, and he put it over his heart and tapped his and tapped his heart, right? Like this, like this. Yeah, like that. No, like, like this? this. It was all oh, like this. Yeah, just it was flat. It was flat. Like you could barely see the okay part. You could just see three fingers. Oh, like and this. It, I can't see what you're doing, man. You're too short. I mean, I can't see what you're doing. Shut up, man. Uh, okay, yeah, just like that. Oh, yeah. Man. So what happened was is that everybody went in on him, and then all these other former contestants were like apologize, and then he had to go on and say something. But on day one, when he was a champion, yeah, he held up one finger. On day two, when he was a champion, he held up two fingers. On day three, when he was a champion, he held up three fingers. And did it in the same way? Pretty much. Yes. It was a consistent one, two, oh, three. So it's just called counting. Right? Everybody? <laughs> yes, but not. You can't do, you can't celebrate three, right? So what you should be done? You four, you can celebrate like five. If, okay, but here's the thing though, right? okay? Yeah. Let's say he wanted to celebrate three. Yes. And flash some fingers. Right. And if he did... Index finger and uh, and middle finger on one hand, and then index finger on another hand. Right. And flash those up. Right. He'd be accused of throwing gang signs. Yes. So it's a no-win situation. Yes. Yes. So he said this. Um, Many of the great champions of old had a little signature hello they would do on screen when being introduced by Johnny Gilbert, he wrote. I decided to count my victories. That's a one. That's a two. That's a three. No more, no less. There wasn't a hidden agenda or any malice behind it. I had managed to repeat. If I had managed to repeat as a champion, you would have seen me throw up a number four. So that's really all that went down. But this blew up, dude. 400 and 450 former Jeopardy contestants signed a petition. 450. And this was before they asked him to give an explanation. Yeah, well, this is all exploded all at once, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Take that for what well, you can. Do, we'll we'll get. But the just to be clear, am I allowed you. to do okay anymore? Or no. 
I would say steer. I would do thumbs up now. I wouldn't do okay anymore. But I love okay. I know. So do I. But you, we just can't. You can't do okay anymore. You can't do. You can't. You, you can do. You up? can. Yeah. You can do okay when you're with people. Like you could be like, yeah, man, no problem. Yeah. You cool, just. You, you just. If you see a flash. Yeah. You you break that person's phone. So don't take pictures like this. Don't take pictures like that. Only go like this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, it is on between Joe Rogan and Dr. Anthony Fauci. So yesterday we played you the clip of uh, Joe Rogan on his podcast talking about the idea of vaccinating younger people. If you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I, I go, no. Yeah. Are you healthy? Are you a healthy person? Like, look, don't do anything stupid, but you should take care of yourself. You yeah. should, if you're, if you're a healthy person and you're exercising all the time and you're young and you're eating well, and like, I don't think you need to worry about this. People are worried about them doing it for their children. And we talked about this earlier, yeah. There's the, 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 that you might have to have your, your children vaccinated. And, you know, I can tell you as someone who's both, both my children got the, va- the, the virus, it was nothing. I mean, I hate to say that if someone's children died from this, I'm very sorry that that happened. I'm not... I'm not in any way diminishing that, but I'm saying the personal experience that my children had with COVID was nothing. Uh, and Dr. Fauci's response that's incor- sorry. to that is this. That's incorrect. And the reason why is that you're talking about yourself in a vacuum then. You're worried about yourself getting infected and likelihood that you're not going to get any symptoms. But you can get infected and will get infected if you put yourself at risk. And even if you don't have any symptoms, you are propagating the outbreak because it is likely that you may inadvertently and innocently then infect someone else who might infect someone who really could have a problem with a severe outcome. We talked about this the other night. Like, has, have you heard anybody talk about like what the plan is for kids? Have you heard anybody mention about vaccinating kids? No. No, right? Are we supposed to? I don't think so. Not yet, at least. But like there's out of all the conversations that have happened and the amount of times we've been talking about schools and everything else, I haven't heard one single thing about what the sort of long term plan is with vaccinations for kids. I think because they don't know yet, because so many people are going through rounds one and in the States, rounds one and two. But we all know every other age group when they're they're supposed to get it. But nobody's even mentioned that kids are going to be even in line. I think because they're waiting to see what potential the outcome down the road. I don't think we'll find out anytime soon. I don't know. The only thing I know is that they've said that uh, we could be needing a vaccine once a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I'm I'm really I, I was puzzled by it after I heard the Joe Rogan thing. Not when he's talking about 21 year olds, when he was talking about his kids. I'm like, I haven't heard anything, like not one thing about yeah. where they sort of fall into into this plan. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the oldest known bottle of whiskey mocha is mm. going up for auction. Oh, I'm interested. I love whiskey. A bottle of Lagrange, Georgia, is uh-huh. about to. Uh, hit the auction block. It is believed to be the oldest known bottle of whiskey. The online auction set for June 22nd. Yes. The bottle was produced sometime between 1762 and 1802, Mm. around the same time as the Revolutionary War and the Whiskey Rebellion. What do you think the world's oldest bottle of whiskey is going to fetch at auction? 
I'll tell you this, okay? Okay. Um, a rare bottle of whiskey in 2019 sold at auction for, it was 60 years old, 60 years old, sold at auction for $1.9 million in, 20, oh, in 2019. I wasn't going to go that high with so my what, guess. So what do you think the oldest known bottle of whiskey in existence, bottled between 1762 and 1802, is like going to go for? $2 million? $2 million. You say $2 mil? Yeah. They say twenty grand. What? Yeah, they say between no. between twenty and forty grand. Why? They say, they say bec- even though it is the oldest, it's not the most precious. It's not the. It doesn't have the clout as some of these other whiskeys do. This was but just it's the oldest. This was just straight up bottled whiskey. There's nothing special about it. There's no heritage other than the fact that the it's heritage old. is the fact that it's old. I agree with you. I agree. But they say they say that Only they're twenty grand. They're, they're, between twenty and forty grand is what they say. Um, at auction is what they're expecting for the world's oldest bottle of whiskey. You should see this bottle. It looks like pirates drank this stuff, yeah. man. Yeah. I can't imagine it being that good. Yeah. Like it'll probably kill oh, you. One sip God. and you're dead. You couldn't drink it. No, not at all. Oh God. You're going to drink something that was bu- that was made. Somebody in 1762 made something that you're going to yeah. put in your body. Probably didn't, probably didn't wash his hands. No. Or, at they, all. They had scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> The amount of disease that's in that you're liquid? Rick, I'm good. A cup of rickets, right? Nobody wants that. No, absolutely not. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Oh, boy. Guys, we have some great questions for this week's Ask Roz and Mocha. Oh, yeah? Uh, as always, we're going to head to the phones. Hello, hello. It is Roz and Mocha. What's your name? My name's Victoria. Okay, Victoria, because you are VSBP on IG. Yeah. And we see your name pop yeah. up all the time in, in the Ask Razamoka comments. Uh, is this the first yeah. time that we've got you on the phone? You actually talked to me, like, right when the fir- the podcast was first starting. Um, oh, wow. Before you did FML, because my question was more of, like, an FML. Oh, okay. Wow. It's been a few years. <laughs> well, welcome yeah. back. Thank you. What is your question? So my question was, what is the worst movie you've seen lately? Hmm. Oh. Do you have an answer? Um, so my husband uh, put the movie Money Plane on the other day on Prime. And, of course, he fell asleep like 10 minutes after he chose the movie. Yeah. So I ended up watching the whole thing. And, it was, <laughs> like, I can get enjoyment from a bad movie. So, I mean, I definitely watched it and it was corny, but it, it was just a bad movie. Okay. Oh. Which one was Money Plane? Tom Cruise? No. No. It's so... You know the wrestler, The Edge? Oh. Edge, yeah? Yeah, so he stars in it, and it was written and directed by the, one of the Lawrence brothers, if you remember them. The Lawrence brothers? Lawrence brothers. You oh, know, like, like Joey Lawrence. Like Joey, and, like, whoa! Oh, what? Hold on. Blossom's brother directed a movie starring Edge for the WWE? So it was it was the little brother, Andy. Oh, okay, wait. So. <laughs> so Blossom's fake brother in the show's real brother <laughs> directed a movie starring the WWE's Edge? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> Note to self: Never watch that movie. Yeah, your your uh, your guy sounds a whole lot like me at home. I I constantly do that. I will uh, pester Catherine into watching something with me, and then five minutes into it, I'll fall asleep, and she will. Um, she calls that "Don't you GI Joe me tonight?" Because <laughs> because years years ago, I put on GI Joe with I think wasn't Channing Tatum in GI Joe? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I put on GI Joe with Channing Tatum. 
um, after I downloaded it first. So, like, I was out of the room for, like, a good half hour trying to work to get G.I. Joe. And then I put G.I. Joe on, and uh, and then five minutes in, I fell asleep, and Catherine didn't know how to stop it. So she watched the entire thing. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, by the way, this Money Plane movie that you're talking about? So Denise yeah. Richards is in it? <laughs> and, yes. And Kelsey Grammer. Frazier. Really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, damn. Uh, Sorry. Okay, damn it, Maury. Uh, worst movie you've seen in a, in a long time. Oh, the Bob and, uh, what is it, Barb and Star? Oh, you didn't like that movie? No, I loved it, but oh. it was the worst movie. Uh, do you get what oh, I'm saying? Oh, man. No, I like that it movie. It was terrible, but I enjoyed it. Oh, see, I didn't think, I loved it. I know a lot of people hated it. Um, I know I, what my husband I, would say if he was here right now. Which is what? Star Wars. Which Star Wars? He watched one at a, a birthday party for Roxy, and he's never to for this. For Ross's kid? Yeah. My kid. Remember Empire you Strikes had a Back? birthday party at a movie theater and put on Star Wars. Was it Empire Strikes Back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We rented, uh, we had a Star Wars party for Rocks and she was really into Star Wars and we rented a movie. This is going to sound so indulgent. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we rented, we rented an entire movie theater for her. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and had the entire and, cast of the movie and, show no, up. And, and, and got <laughs> them to play, and got them to play Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And then all the kids showed up with their lightsabers and then they just wound up having a giant lightsaber fight at the front Aww. of the, the, the arena. Or the, the the theater, so it was it was really cool. Uh, but Matthew was the whole, there, and still to this day, he's like, "How does anybody watch Star Wars?" He goes, "It is the wow, dumbest thing jerk. ever." Oh wow, jeez, I don't even remember Matthew being there. So tell him that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you being there. That, yeah, yeah. I think I sat alone. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, your husband didn't even want to sit with no, you. No, he there? was next to me. That's a joke. Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, worst movie that we've seen lately. I would have to still. I'm still going with Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Actually, both of them. I didn't like either. Really? Of them. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because wow. the question is, what what's the worst yeah, movie you watched yeah, lately? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be yeah. Justice League for me. Um, I really did not like that Hillbilly Elegy movie. Who's in that again? Um, uh, Glenn Close and Amy Adams. Oh right, yeah. yeah. I think it was on Netflix. Um, I really, really disliked, um, Mank. I didn't even get through Mank. Oh, I want to watch that. It was nominated for Academy Awards. Yeah. Just so self-indulgent and whatever. I started to watch that Nomadland movie. Uh-huh. The one that won the Academy Award. So boring. Oh, really? So boring. And maybe it's great and I'm sure people loved it, but oh my God, so boring. Um, so basically, all the movies that were nominated for Academy Awards, I, uh, I, I, I didn't. Um, Did you watch Minari? I, I didn't like. No, I haven't seen Minari yet, and I really, really want to see yeah, Minari. Yeah, I still gotta watch that one. And I haven't seen Ma Rainey yet either. That was and great. I, and uh, I still want to see. Uh, I still want to see Ma Rainey. Also, watch Nobody. That was amazing. Victoria, have you watched Nobody yet? No, but I just watched um, Promising Young Woman, and it was really good. That was very good. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought here's my problem with here's my problem with promising young woman right in situations like that where you are doing the things that she's doing right yeah. and my problem with the movie has nothing to do with that but there's too many instances in that movie where human beings are not acting like human beings which is um, if you are thinking that somebody's thinking you're doing something but you're not really doing that thing a normal person would go well hold on a second let me just talk to you for a second what's going on here is this 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 and this. Right. Right? Yeah. There's two yeah. there's in order for that movie to succeed, 
she is incapable, has to be incapable of being a person in those situations where she could quickly resolve a situation like with her friends when she's walking out of the bar and her friend is walking into the bar, her boyfriend is walking into the bar. That whole thing is very easy to explain. But as soon as you explain it, you have no more movie. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe it's just yeah. a poorly and written movie. It's not. It's not a. Gr- it's the the movie's good, right? Like it's good because it's just different, and everybody in it is awesome. But there's just too many moments in that movie where your suspension of disbelief has to be too high for me. Mm. Yeah. Right. Do you know it's directed right. by one of the like the person who directed it also yeah. stars on the Crown? Yeah, Camilla. Camilla yeah. Parker Bowles on That's the Crown right. directed that oh, movie. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't, I didn't mind that movie. I'm not putting that movie on my list of my the, the worst movies I've seen um, this year. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't love it the way other people loved it. So Victoria, Money Plane definitely not worth the rewatch. No, I won't be watching it yeah. again. Oh, <laughs> oh but, but Money Train is very good. Which one's Money Train? Money Train is Isn't that Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. That is a really good movie. Is J-Lo in that one? No. Yes. Is she? Yes. Or uh, Rosie Perez. No, no I'm thinking J-Lo. of um, White Man Can't Jump. No, J-Lo. Oh, White yeah, Man J-Lo. Can't Jump's so good. Yeah, that one's a classic. And I love the theme song. The train is coming, yeah. The train is coming now. <laughs> is that the song? Oh, you know what other movie I did not like? What? Actually quite disliked? Trial of Chicago 7. That is Sasha Baron Cohen? The Sasha Baron Cohen movie. That's on Netflix, right? Yeah, I think it was on Netflix. That Um, got nominated for a bunch of awards? It did, yeah. It is a, it's a television show. Oh, really? It's not a, it's not an Academy Award movie. Did you hear when he didn't win, he walked, he got up and walked out of the, where he was watching the Oscars from? Oh, really? Yeah, he got up and walked out. Yeah, well, I would too. You're not going to win. What are you going to hang out in that room for? They wouldn't let you sit at home and Zoom. They (laughs) dragged you out of the house. Made you get all dressed up, but that that Trailer Chicago Seven movie, yeah, it's a it's a television show. Right, like so it's, stay away from that. It's a it's a it's a ninety minute plus. Really, like it plays out like a TV show. Victoria, we appreciate you. Thank you very much for joining us on Ask Razamoka. Before you let me go, can I just say one more thing? Absolutely. Yeah. So Roz, yeah, uh, Roadhouse is a horrible movie. <laughs> I I never said that. I didn't expect you to like it. I I said that I women hate that movie. I know. I'm siding with you. Okay, good. Oh, yes. so you didn't like that one either. <laughs> yes. Uh, Victoria. You know what? Vic- what? Sorry, go ahead. It's my dad's favorite movie, so I love it for that. But it's- <laughs> yeah. yeah, see? Okay, cool. I like that. <laughs> hey, Victoria, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, it's Roz. Oh, even with my hor- horrible taste in movies? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we th- have the same birthday, and I just, uh, I think you're... You know, cool guy. Not a smooth, oh, cool God. guy, but just a cool guy. Just you guys, you guys share a birthday. I know. I know. How old? How old are you? I'm 31. Oh, 30. Roz is much older. Thank you. Marty. Oh wow, damn. Jeez, <laughs> man, that hurts. Words, words hurt, man. Thank you, Victoria. I love you lots. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right, Monica says here, I was listening to an old podcast and Mocha had a compilation of Dammit Maury's wheezes. I was dying of laughter. Does Mocha have an updated one and can we listen to it? Oh, do we? Yes and yes. Just wait, do you have the original there? <laughs> do I have the okay. original? Of course I do. <coughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, that's a hard oh. one. Oh. Oh. Like a raptor. Yeah. <laughs> that one sounded like Maury actually fell over. Listen. 
It's like passed out. <laughs> so that's the old, okay, old that, one. That, that's the original uh, Wheeze mix, right? Yeah. yeah. So here's the new one that we have. <laughs> Sounds like it really, really hurt the chest. <laughs> oh, God, like a that hurts my things. ears. Listen, listen, there's like a couple of things happening here. There's the wheeze. There's a gurgle. But then there's a gurgle. Yeah. And a hum. A hum. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like it stings. Oh, it's almost God. like it, it should be in like one of those Insidious movies. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so there you go. Whoever asked for that. You're welcome, Monica. Thank you. Uh, Caitlin says here, uh, opinions on air fryers. Uh, don't really have uh, an opinion on air fryers. I, I had one. I don't own an air fryer. I had one. I gave it away. You did? Yeah. Oh, but you were loving your air fryer for a while. Yeah, but then I stopped using it. I just didn't. I was done with it. Like, I what, just, what were you, What made you done with it, though? Because you Everything were, came out kind of were dry. In, you were coming in here every day going air fryer, air fryer, air fryer. Every oh, I like the day. Instapot. No, Instapot no, no. is what oh, it's talking about. Air fryer. Yeah, no, I know. Air fryer. But air hard. fryer, I, we got one and I used it for a while for fries, but yeah. then the fries just kept coming out like bricks. And I kept burning my hand on the drawer, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this now. Really, huh? Yeah. We have one. Do you? We okay. literally used it once. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we then... did fries, and they were amazing. But we just haven't gotten around to it. I'm like, I'm not getting rid of it. Right. We haven't gotten around to, to setting it up again. How long, did, how long have you had it for? Like four years? Oh, and you made fries once uh -huh. out the door. Out I know, it goes. I should probably get rid of it. I out gave it mine goes. to my in-laws. Out it goes. Did you? Yeah? Yeah, we gave it And to are they using it, or did they use it once and then out the door? You know, I don't know. No. I don't know. Guys, it, I have to tell you. What? So, Cruz is fully potty trained now. Yeah. Right? Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, That's big news. He still has to, to wear, he still has to wear, listen, I'm, I'm getting to, I'm getting I was like, to what why. does this have to do with an air fryer? Listen to oh, this. no. So, uh, he still wears, like, overnight, yeah. just in case there's an accident, right? Sure. So, we had the, this one brand um, called Ninjamas, nin, like Ninja Pajamas, right? Okay. They had cool designs on them, yeah. nin, Ninjamas. And uh, we ordered them from Amazon. So, the last time we had ordered them, we got the notification, your delivery showing up. Got the notification, your delivery has been made, right? Mm -hmm. The box was a lot bigger and a lot heavier than what we remembered. Remember now, the product is Ninjamas. P pajamas. I opened the box. Yeah. Inside that box, and the reason why it was bigger and heavier is because by accident, yeah. Amazon sent us a Ninja air fryer. No. Yes. Did what? you look back at your orders? Did you click the wrong thing? Jenna, she went back and looked. Did that exact same thing, Maury. Guess what? Yeah. We did, in fact, order Ninjamas. And for some strange reason, they took that as a Ninja air fryer and sent it to the house. Oh, wow. How much is the Ninja air fryer? $300. Oh, good for you. How much are the Ninja pajamas? I don't know, like 29 like bucks 29 or something? bucks, yeah. So what did you do? <laughs> we said, it's in the garage. Yeah. Sell it. No, I... My conscience won't well, let me do his, that. What's this kid going to if he sells the air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> 
no, we may send it back. Yeah. Don't Why send on earth it would back. you not sell My it? You feel bad. No. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. Garage. Just yeah, put it up on the thing and let it, and let the. Does your wife? Does Jenna do like Facebook Marketplace and all that stuff? Is she uh, obsessed with all that stuff my, too? My sister-in-law does. Okay, give it to your sister-in-law. Say, put this up on Facebook Marketplace. Still in the box. I'll give you fifty percent of whatever we make. You yeah. just take it off my hands. Get it out of my. You'd life. make more on eBay. You would? Jenna, Jenna wants. Jenna really wants to do the um, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, but I, for me, I just feel it's uncomfortable because I don't want is. anyone. I don't want anyone showing up at no. our place. Nope. And uh, and let's just say, for example, I'm, I always think about time management, right? Let's say if somebody shows up and then they look at the thing that we want to sell and they're like, nah, I'm not really interested, mm-hmm. then like they don't have any obligation to buy it. No. And they could just leave. And they got to go through the whole process again. But that's why if you put it on eBay, you put a bunch of pictures, people are knowing what it is they're buying, and then you send it. They're not coming to the house. Right. But then I got to send it. Whereas Facebook Marketplace, well, there's like, the you know, negotiating, haggling, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. eBay, it's an auction, what it sells for, and yeah. off it goes. Yeah. And ca- don't feel bad because Jeff Bezos makes a lot of money. Right. Yeah, Catherine doesn't, uh, she doesn't sell on Marketplace, but she buys on Marketplace. Uh-huh. So she's the one going out. But my brother's wife, um, who live with us, they uh, she basically runs a furniture business out of their house. Oh, like, yeah? She buys all sorts. She, she drove to, a couple of weeks ago, she drove from Toronto to Sudbury, picked up an end table, and drove home. And an end table? An end table. For how much? Like I think she paid less than a hundred, and I think she sold it for like four fifty. Oh there wow! You go. Yeah, what'd she do? Like restore something, it something like that? No, nothing. Oh no, they don't restore anything. She, she just it. she just goes and finds things and flips them. Yeah, yeah, and that's then you have to like, think like your gas <clears throat> to and from. Well, there's, factor there, in, well right? there, there's that, right? Um, but no, like this is a constantly revolving because we we rent a storage unit every month for just all our old crap, and they yeah. rearrange that, and now that is like where they store a lot of the stuff that they're buying on. But in during the pandemic, because she's a photographer like Catherine is, and everybody sort of had to pivot, and she just started going out and buying things and selling them on marketplace, and it is a revolving cycle of stuff coming in and out of the house that she's selling, and she's doing well. I I yeah. did that with a piece of art once. Yeah. I bought a Krasniansky for 800 yeah. and sold it for 600 Excuse me. What? You what? Yes. I bought a Krasniansky for 800 Yeah. And sold it for? 600 Why? Because you needed $600. Yes. Right. <laughs> How long had you owned it for? Oh, like a couple of years. And we, it, I, bought and it, it on, I bought it on a cruise ship. And it depreciated, or you just paid too much up front? I paid too much up front. Okay. And yeah. did you know you were paying too much up front? No, I was drunk. You were on a cruise ship and you spent $800 on a piece of art? Yes. Oh, my God, Maury. But you still lost money. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't do that stuff anymore. I can't do that stuff. I, we, I, went, I went to some charity thing one time and I got really drunk and I wandered into the um, silent auction room and I just started writing my name down on things. Oh, no. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, my cell phone starts ringing and I was like, okay. And then all my stuff was off to the side and I called Catherine. I'm like... Hey, um, gotta come home. Can you get the door for me and help me outside? She's like, help you with what? And she's pregnant at this time. Yeah. She's like, help you with what? And I'm like, I bought, um, I bought a, a 75 piece set of, uh, tools and a giant, um, wood and leather bench that looks to weigh about 250 pounds. 
And just <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's a pregnant woman to help you with this? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, and a set of dishes. <laughs> oh my god. And can I tell you, and can I and can I tell you how great Catherine is and this is why she's a keeper? What? The only thing she said to me was, What do the dishes look like? No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think you told the story and the dishes you never used them. Never used them. What and about the tools? Got rid of uh, got rid of them, got rid oh, of the bench. No. The bench was so ugly. It was the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. I still swear that when I wrote down the, my bid for the bench that I thought I was bidding on something. Else, like I don't. I bought this bench, and I don't even recall ever seeing this bench. Huh? Right. So I think that maybe I sat on the bench and looked at something cool and thought that I was buying <laughs> that thing. But all for a good cause. All for I don't even think it was to be honest oh, with you. Really? No, I think oh, it was. No. Some, I think it was some <laughs> made up charity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Frankie says here, if you had to wear a slogan on a T-shirt for the rest of your life, what slogan would you choose? Don't knock it till you try it. Mm. Like an actual slogan. Like we can't make up our own slogan right now, right? Because like mine would just be... be, that's what she said. Can I not wear a shirt that says that's what she said? And for, for the rest of your life, though? I, well, you always screw up these for the rest of your life questions. Always. But I love that's what she said so much. Sure. And it's been such a big part of my life. Yeah, but someone would yeah. look at you and be like, what did she say? Yeah, I don't know. That may, like, I mean, geez, that's tough. That's tough. Then can I just stick to, like, the Nike slogan? Just do it? Yeah. Oh, what about I'm with stupid? (laughs) (laughs) But what if you're alone? Yeah, what if you're alone? Well, then no one's going to see it. No, but they'll see you are with stupid. Oh, like I went to something alone. No, if you are alone wearing a shirt that reads I'm with stupid, who's stupid in that situation? I guess, well, me. Right. <laughs> you know what, Maury? Yes, get that shirt. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know. What are some other What are some other cool sayings? Don't worry, like, be happy. No, I couldn't do that. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> That's your slogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What can we get for Roz? Yeah, um, hold on here. Let me just read this here. Um, oh, I got one. Yeah. Roz's shirt would read... Um, Here's the problem with this. Right. Or here's the problem with that. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes. And then if somebody asks you, what's the problem with what? Yes. Then you have infinite answers. Yes. Um, I'll walk a mile for a camel. What's that? <laughs> that's dumb. Oh, I'm looking, I, I'm looking up old slogans. Obviously, that's for camel cigarettes. I oh. get it now. <laughs> I get it. Uh, Levi's used to be quality, never goes out of style. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, what about KFC? What about just a straight up finger licking good? There you go. You can wear that. Right. I could do that. Yeah. Everybody's saying just do it. Is or the, can't uh, touch this. Can't touch this. Yeah. Um. Yours, uh, yours would be don't want to touch this. Don't want to touch this. Um. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, like that. Just like that. Keep calm and carry on, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Oh. Baby got back. Not. I'll tell you what my problem is. What. No, that would be your story. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what my problem is. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what my problem is. <laughs> okay, Juliet says here, it's summertime. You're about to embark on a two-hour drive to meet your family at the cottage. What are you playing on your stereo on your way up? Like, am I alone? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay, because that changes everything. Because when Roxy's in the car, we listen to the kids' station. Uh, if I'm alone, I uh, I flip through like everything that I play in the car is retro music. Uh-huh. I don't listen to anything while I'm driving that was released past 1989. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. 
So it's just a, a mishmash. So of 88 backwards? 88 backwards. Damn. Yeah. Or 89 backwards. Or 89 backwards. Yeah, 80, yeah. 89 backwards wow. all the way. Like I'll put the 60s channel on. Yeah. I'll do, yeah, I'll do all that stuff. I don't, I listen to nothing. I have never in the time that I've had my license listened to anything that was released after 1989. Wow. In the, in the truck. Yeah. Damn, Maury. When you listen to the 60s channel, do you ever remember, like, I remember when this song came out? No, Maury, because I wasn't born in the 60s, man. <laughs> <laughs> Add that one to the list. Yeah. Like, you got a, you got <laughs> a new wheeze. You got a new wheeze. I, love, you, the, I love the 80s, like 70s rock or 80s, guaranteed. Yeah. You know, although, I mean, when we do drive places, Matthew brings all of his Mariah CDs, and oh, I'm not God, allowed to control me. the CD player. Wait, he actually brings CDs? You don't, like, plug your phone in to, like... No, he brings CDs. The, the, the aux cable? No, he brings CDs, and he sits there, like, after a couple songs, and he'll DJ? eject it, oh. and then put another one in. And I'm like, dude, you can put six CDs. It's a six-CD thing. He's like, I don't trust that. I'm like, what, you, you don't <laughs> trust it. What, you think he's going to eat, your, eat yes. the CDs? Yes. Yeah, so he yes. has to eject each Why one. Why doesn't he just create a playlist like on apple and plug his phone in and then just hit play and then there you go because he likes to read the liner notes as he's listening like he likes to have a like an experience holding do, the, the case he, he likes to do anything that doesn't involve talking to you <laughs> right seems to be the case like you guys like are in a car so together boring he needs he needs to find busy work while you guys are in the car together <laughs> do you know one time i drove him somewhere and he wanted to try sitting in the back seat <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, I am not going to be your chauffeur. So, he, wait, so did he Did he actually sit in the backseat? The whole way. Oh, my God. How long was the drive? It was an hour. <laughs> and I'm alone in the but, front. But why did he want to sit in the back? He's like, I should sit in the backseat and see what it's like and, you know, sit here with Andy in the backseat. So oh, the dog. The and dog. Matt, but he wanted, he's like, I've never sat back here. I should sit here more often. Oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> you became his Uber. <laughs> That's so funny. I want to install one of those plastic and shields. Where, where were you taking him? To a friend's place? Uh, I was taking him to his grandmother's. Oh, okay. That's <sighs> awesome. That's so good. Uh, what am I listening to? I'm listening to 90s hip-hop and R&B mm -hmm. uh, and or 90s reggae mm -hmm. and or podcasts. Yeah. That's oh, podcasts. To. Interesting. Yeah. I don't do that in the car. No? No. I don't mind it. No, I don't do it in the car. I uh, I get too, I get too distracted. Really? Yeah. No, I like listening to podcasts. I started yeah. listening to a podcast. I fell asleep. Like the problem is, it's people talking. Yes. Well, it depends on which one you're listening to. We yeah. started Art Talk. It was just the name of the oh, podcast. Oh, boring. Yeah. Of course you fall asleep. Of course you'd fall asleep. Art Talk. <laughs> um, okay, Sabrina says here, Roz, Mocha, Damon, Mori, and Shem. Yes. Which golden girl would you oh, be? Oh, here we go. Should we okay. sing the theme song? Okay. Why first? don't Maury? Why don't can you take can you take the lead on this? Thousand yeah. percent. Okay. Would, first yeah, of all, how many Golden Girls are there? There's Rose, yes. Sophia, no, just, uh -huh. Blanche, Dorothy. Yes. And did I say Rose, Blanche, Dorothy, and that's all? There's four. There's four. Yeah. Okay. So because who, you are the resident yes. Golden Girl expert here, so I they can't are. answer because I don't know any of the characters. Right. Yeah. So I've you read have to four books for on the Golden Girls. Okay. So who would be who? Okay. So here's how it's going to be. Roz would be Dorothy, you know, the smart substitute teacher. Mm, disagree. Highly disagree, but go on. Is Dorothy um, Betty White? No, Dorothy is... Oh. Uh, is, is B. Um, Arthur. B. Arthur. B. Arthur. Okay, okay yeah. go on. Go on. Okay, so okay. I'm... So in your in your world, I am the Dorothy. Yes. Okay, Mocha okay. is the... Mocha is Sophia. Okay. Shem, Shem is... Shem is Blanche, because he's single and ready to mingle. Okay. And of course, I'm Rose. Mm. Argue me on that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't disagree that you're Rose. Who's Blanche again? You. Bl Blanche is the sexy one. Well. 
okay. Accurate. <laughs> well, I didn't. I said single and ready to mingle. No, she was the she was the sexy one. And she she made like a, a calendar once of the men of her bedroom. Blanche was Things like the Blanche was like the uh, the the Mona of uh, of Golden Girls. Mona Remember, from Ma- Who's the Boss? From Mona from Who's the Boss. Blanche was very much she she was she brought sex to uh, Golden Girls. Kind of like what I do with the show. Yeah. Right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh uh, I geez, it's a diff it's a difficult one to uh, it's 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 hard to agree with that. Because I, I don't. Fact, yeah. Um. So Rose. Oh, you guys remember this? No. What is this? Remember the guys singing uh, Golden Girls gospel style? Right here. That's great. That's great. Do you ever regret spending time worrying about something and have it turn out okay? Um, All the time. Yeah? I think everybody does. No. Do I regret it, though? No, I don't regret it. Have I spent an incredible amount of time worrying about something that turns out to be okay? Yes, absolutely. But I, I, I don't really regret it. It's For me, it's any time we've ever moved because I just worry that something once we move into this new place mm-hmm. right that there's going to be something wrong with the house like right. after we've taken possession of the house and it's now ours and all of our stuff in there yeah, yeah i always think uh, don't I, you have I, an inspector I, 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 yeah you have an inspector that but there's still like a week later something yeah. could happen a month later something could happen yeah right like in, inspectors don't find things that they, they they'll find structural issues they'll they'll find <laughs> electrical issues or uh, uh, inspectors don't find things that just generally piss you off my about dad when he yeah. bought his place 20 years ago uh, he was really pissed off at the inspector because they didn't realize that the milkshake machine that was built into the kitchen island didn't work right i'll tell you this though more it just goes to show you that you've been in your place for a very long time because if you think that in this city people are still getting home inspections done before they buy a place you're crazy Don't you have to no no not at all oh a lot of places no. people are just like bro it is people to, people are buying them off the internet without seeing them yeah people oh, wow. are just looking for places to buy this oh one. i learned that term on hgtv sight unseen they yes. wor- they they worry about everything else after yes right? I mean, that's, when we bought our condo we had to have an inspector no no you got to have an inspection yeah right you you were allowed to say you know our offer is contingent on an inspection that's when we learned that the washing machine didn't work and they had to buy us a new one right yes yeah. that does not happen anymore yeah. At all, that's, ever. Wow, that's a ever. mistake. Ever, well, it doesn't. It doesn't happen anymore. Well, it should. Yeah, I know people that uh, that bought a house and they had in the basement the ad listed like hookup for washer and dryer, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, okay, cool, because everything else was just like sort of done. And then they're like, okay, so yeah, we'll get the washer and when we move in, we'll get the washer and dryer, put the washer and dryer in the basement, everything else. Da, da, da. And in the basement, there was the hookup for a washer and dryer. But to get to the basement, it was impossible to actually get a washer and dryer down to the basement. What? 
Oh, the, like the stairs the, were too. The slim. way that the way that the place was renovated. Yeah. Right. The way that the stairs were, there was a jet out at the bottom of the stairs. Now so you, can you don't turn you don't the corner? you don't notice it when you're walking because you don't take up that kind of space. But there was no way to get a washer and dryer or even oh, a skinny combo unit down no. there. So these people did the renovation on this house. Yeah. Right. Had fully intended on putting a washer and dryer in before they sold it, they fully realized that you couldn't actually get a washer and dryer into the basement and then just sold the place as hookup ready for washer and dryer. Which it's, technically it, it is. It, it, technically it is. But then you got to go down and start ripping up walls. Yeah, your problem now. It's your problem now. Oh, that is the worst. Right? And that's what it's like now when you buy houses. That's, oh, that's, it, that's, that's what it's like. We looked at a place, not because we were looking to move or anything, but we, we looked at a place and these guys had it because in the city, not every house, if you're not listening from in and around where we are, um, oftentimes in the city, you don't get a driveway and it's not even called a driveway. It's called a parking pad, but it's a little one space spot in front of your house. Some streets, every other house will have one because in that place is a tree or in some streets, only half the road will have driveways. The other half is street parking, that kind of thing. Um, we were looking at a place that uh, was advertised as having parking. And we went down to, to look at it. And they had like interlocking brick like in front of the house, just looked like a tiny little parking pad, all this other stuff. And then as we were leaving, I go, what's that? And Catherine's like, what? And I'm like, so there's interlocking brick for the driveway. Yeah. But there's still a sidewalk there that doesn't dip down and go to the road. It's just straight up sidewalk all the way across. So how do you get on the driveway? You don't because there is no driveway. They just ripped up the lawn and put interlocking on and took pictures of it and were selling it as a driveway. No. But the, the sidewalk didn't dip. Like to get from the road there, you would have to, to the jump the curve. Yeah. In order to get, be able to park and your you car there. You can't just change the sidewalk, ass. right? Like you'd have to get. No, you can't just change the <laughs> oh, sidewalk. It belongs to the city. No, yeah. Yeah, but wow. that's, how, that's, how they, that's how they were selling it. That's how they were selling it. Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Uh, Dan Moore, do you ever spend time, uh, regret spending time worrying about something and have it turn out okay? Every single thing in my life, but specifically anytime yes. Mocha ever sends a note to the group chat saying, hey guys, um, quick show meeting at nine o'clock uh, tomorrow, <laughs> I my pants every time. Do you? Why? Yeah. Why? I have no idea. I always assume the worst. And then it, it turns out like, to be completely nothing. Like, oh, what's because the worst? you think it's all about you? I just or you think we're all going to get fired. No, I just think something's wrong. Something. I. Oh my God! Did I screw up something? <laughs> yeah, or something about you. Yeah. yeah. No. Sometimes we have every to have time. show discussions. I know. Every time I'm like, oh no. You have an yeah. answer for this, Ross? Um. By no, the way, don't. Already, by the way, said. hold on. Don't, don't text that later because now I know it won't be real. Well, yeah, but there is going to be that later, though. Don't you worry. <laughs> Hit we, us up on Instagram every time you see us post. Ask Razamoka because this is where we get the questions from. Uh, just leave a comment and we'll go through them. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.